up, everybody? Welcome to Super Knockin' Boots. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me today, of course, Brian Altano. Brah, brah. Greg Miller. I ass to ass. Craig Barrett on his back. Oh, I'm also an ass to ass. And Tyrone is here. Happy 2015, Damon. Happy 2015. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here with all of you guys, all of our listeners out there, the first show of the year. What, do, what episode do, number do, is this? Do, do. This is going to be 14. Oh, <laughs> That's it? It's not very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. hey, you know what? Qua- mm. Quality over quantity. Mm. That's right. Mm. That's, that's the knock and boots. That is the knock and boots motto. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one time we did one episode and it was so bad we didn't do another one for a year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here we are. Listeners, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. We're about to make a man or a woman out of you. This is our mm-hmm. sex dating advice show with a slightly geeky angle mm-hmm. to it. We come from We come from... IGN. This started out as a segment on an IGN podcast called Gamescoop. And now it's its own thing. And here we are. We do this once a month-ish. Ish is, it, is, yeah. the, is the key phrase there. Yeah, exactly. And what Thank we do, you, for your money. You, you write into us and we uh, do our best to answer questions, provide advice. Are we experts on love? No. no. Who is? Of course not. Who is? We're just regular guys giving honest advice, which can turn out to be helpful, actually, but oftentimes hilarious, too. So how long do you think before this thing just derails until we're all just completely wasted? I always like to time it out. Like, usually it's like about an hour it's and a half. It's 7.40 p.m. right Got now. Got it, okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, when, when this is being recorded. I'd say by 8.15, we'll all be getting fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, should definitely pour yourself a drink. Yep. Dim the lights. Light your favorite scented candle. Mm-hmm. Greg, how do they reach us at uh, Super Knockin' Boots? Knocking Boots Podcast at gmail.com. There's a G in there. Knocking Boots Podcast at gmail.com. I want to hear Ty say it. You fucking idiot. Knocking Boots Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Now, as always, ladies come first when we're knocking boots. And this is Katya Karcheski. That is Katya. an impressive oh, name. Katya. She very helpfully spelled her name out phonetically. Oh, nice. Thank you, Katya. She's a princess. She says, I am a 19-year-old girl from Pensacola, Florida. Whoa. Florida I was going to guess Russia. Yeah. Because yeah, it's Katya. Boy, was I was going to guess Pensacola, Russia. <laughs> That's a place. I am from Pensacola, your Russia. show Katya. is always hilarious, and I love listening to you all and your excellent geek shenanigans. Yes. Little background info, I've been in a wonderful relationship with fellow listener Jonathan Klimpa. Terrific. For over a year now. Anybody remember his name? His name's I can't no. forget him. But he's probably listening now. So <laughs> remember, don't I, say I, anything bad, I kept Katya. saying when we would write his first letter about how he, he wasn't sure if he was into girls or dudes. Mm-hmm. I kept saying, he's Klimpa'd up. This is making him clamp up. Like classic just, moment. Yeah, classic, classic super yeah, knocking boots can't moment. <laughs> so we should, that, out, we should point out to the audience that the show does get better over time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that audio file right now. He's Klempa up. Oh, man, how can I forget that part? <laughs> <laughs> he is finishing up photography studies in Florida, and I am currently attending Franciscan University of Steubenville, Ohio. You're just making everything up for in this email. philosophy. That's not a real place. Steubenville, Fake Ohio. Fake college university. I'm Anastasia from Gas Lamp, Florida, and I'm going <laughs> so to University Brick Country. You're Blue. going to a fake school, and it's your like, boyfriend's going to be unemployed when he graduates. Yeah, I know you guys love when Eddie Murphy tries to explain what university he's going to. I go to movie? the university. And coming to coming America? To America. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I know you guys love pictures, so I attached a, a couple oh. of us for your personal enjoyment. Well, that sounds very. Ooh. 
These are this is Katya and Klimpa, uh, Mr. Klimpa. Wow, hello. I remember this guy looks familiar too, so I do yep. remember getting a, I feel a, like an email from him. He has a weird look on his face. He's listening right now, I mean, like, I've never written into the show <laughs> <laughs> She's actually held me captive for yeah. years. I wanted to share with you guys our story. Mm. Don't worry, I'll keep it brief. We met in drawing two class. Brian, did you have did you have to take drawing two? He it took was remedial. Probably drawing. one of the best sequels I've ever seen. <laughs> And became best friends fairly quickly, sharing all sorts of references from games, movies, and shows. We hung out constantly, and eventually, Jonathan developed feelings for me. Insert slight panic, because I had a boyfriend at this time. (gasps) This led to months of confusion, and eventually, I succumbed to my feelings for him as well, and I broke up with my ex and started dating Jonathan. Yeah, fuck that other guy. (laughs) That other guy, Barack Obama. (laughs) That other guy later killed himself. (laughs) Since then, we have had an amazing relationship, the longest and best one I've ever had, in fact. We are still best friends and have crazy good times playing board games, watching Game of Thrones, being ourselves around each other. That's good. Is Game of Thrones like a universal couple thing? Uh, yeah, probably. It's become every like couple loves it. I know I can trust him with everything. You know, it's got boobs, it's yeah. got dick, it's got everything. It's I don't just have everything dick for my boobs, taste, but yeah, all dick. the stuff couples love: boobs and dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny, incredibly handsome, talented, and smart. To add, our sexual tastes are actually completely in sync, so that yeah. is always a good time. Just pounded out Craig Baird on that one, everybody. <laughs> a big because. <laughs> A big thing for me is also that we don't have to do everything together. I'm completely content to read while he plays Counter Strike. I see myself living the rest of my life with him. No, Whoa. Don't, get, don't get too far ahead of yourself. He Nin- listens 19 to 19-year-old. I was going to say, you're not writing into the show because everything's great. Yeah. Turns out he's got no teeth and he fucking punches people in the night. <laughs> but I've heard people on the show. <laughs> I've heard people on the show. It's very important. A lot of people uh, don't quite realize that. I've it's heard people on the show who break up after seven years together. So my question is, in your guys' professionally geek opinion... How do you keep the fire going after years of being together or being married? How old are they? 19. She doesn't say oh, how long they've been yeah. together. I assume it's only been a year or something, right? Yeah. It hasn't been very long. Six weeks. She so shouldn't have to worry about that yet. My sort of blanket statement for something like this is that a lot of people get in relationships to help themselves. And I don't think it works like that. I think you get in a relationship to make the other person's life better. Like, people get in relationships and they go, oh, this girl's amazing. She's such a good – she's so perfect for me. She's great for me. I love her for me. But it's really about – the long road is sort of just making sure that you're doing something for that other person and not really about yourself. And, and, you know, in in turn, she'll reciprocate or he or or whatever kind of thing you're in. But I think that, like, you you get in – like, I just got married. I got got married so I could make – my wife's life a little easier and a little better. And in mm-hmm. turn, she'll do the same for me. But I didn't do it so I could be like, my life is so much better now. Yes, that is an amazing side effect of my selflessness. But the long, the long game here is that you're pretty much trying to do something for somebody else. I'm trying to look up stats on how, what percentage of high school sweethearts end up getting married. Not many, but some do. Probably low. I went to high sorry, school. Katya. <laughs> the divorce stats following those stats will be even more I went to high school with people who are together. Right now, yeah, really, and they're happy. One, and they I got only kids. know one person, but yeah, still yeah. together. All yeah. my friends that date in high school are not with the same people they were dating in high school. No, I wasn't friends with these people; they were losers. But everyone I, know I went to high school with was killed in a dramatic in a explosion. It doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. Go to school that you're day. I've never you're unbreakable too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I rolled in here. But I mean, they, they don't sound like high school sweethearts, anyways, though. So they sound well, like I'm just saying, I'm just that was like an equivalent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you know, they sound like their relationship is great, but I think the 
chances of them ending up together in the long run are well, on the slim side. Like that's, especially with college, that's not they're in college young. now. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. not an insult. It's just yeah. like you guys are really no, young. This when, is the worst thing. This is the worst thing. People try to tell me this all the time when I was getting married super young. But man, that's how old were you get married? Twenty four. I got married at. Wow. Yeah. God, you were dumb. I know. I was. And but the problem is that when people just say, Oh, that's though. too young to get married, or oh, these people don't know like that, and then you're like, We're gonna show them, and then it makes yeah. you fucking bite down harder. Like you're actually yeah. gonna do, get through everything. That's true. I think when someone tells you you can't do something, <clears throat> right? You naturally want to do Theoretically like, and on paper, yeah, it's gonna be really hard for you guys to make yep. it. So I don't I mean, but if you're talking about like keeping your relationship fresh, it should be somewhat easy because you're still going through a lot of new experiences. Yeah. And especially if you're being cool about not you know being together all the time that's gonna be a big part of it because you can't be for all the stuff you need to go. I feel do. like a true testament to the uh, success of your relationship will come when you reach like not a breaking point but like a very tough <clears throat> hardship in your life. Like you, you one know, of you can drink and the other can't. Well, that or like a you know someone like a, a some kind of dramatic thing happens like maybe a family member passes away or like you can't find a job or Game you know, of something like that. Ends. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You can't get it up anymore. Can't use that as your, your red un- herring forever. You're an unemployed photographer. Man, we never really like, talk about what we like to do crazy. after Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just like, I go out in the night and punch people. He's <laughs> like, I never knew. <laughs> I should have listened to Knocking Boots. But it's not all doom and gloom. No, no. I, you I, have I, a no. shot at it. I mean, like, I really think you're way too young to be worried about mm. keeping the fire yeah, alive. But if we were just going to answer her question, how do you keep the fire going after years? Oh. I would just I'd say you have to make a concerted dick. effort to do that. Yeah. Right. Like, that's not something that's just going like, to happen. Have... You have to go out of your way to do that. I'm sorry? Ty said, suck dick. And I was like, you don't both have to suck dick to keep the relationship <laughs> One of you going. does. One of you, mostly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. The other one can suck some Sucking dick. Sucking dick helps. Yeah, it does. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Yeah. But you have to you but, pepper but, that in once in a while. He's like, but oh, you man, also things are great. You have to once like in it. a while. Like, you can't I'm saying in the long term, forever and ever and ever. Yeah, you have to Damon like needs it, it more than once in a while. Like it. He needs it a lot. Get into Damon's it. Damon's getting his dick sucked right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I think Greg was uh you were onto something when you, you pointed out you, you caught on to something I caught too, which was she was like, Yeah, we we can go hours without like having to talk to each other, just yeah, being yeah, in the same room. That's, like, great. that's immensely important because I know a lot of couples or like new couples do this a lot where they're just up in each other's shit constantly. Yeah. Like they can't just sit there in silence and one of them reads a book and the other one's on an iPad or playing a game yeah. or watching yeah. TV or something like that. Or um, sucking dick. Especially when or you're just young like one of them love. sucking a dick in the corner, the other one's not. It's like, hey, then share that dick. Where'd that dick come from? Where's that dick? Um, that's really important. I think that's like a true testament for a long, a long stable relationship. Yeah, that's a big part. Is is the complete and utter lack of nonstop codependency. That's for just sure. me Agreed. throwing it out there. It's also important. This is just like general life advice too. Not you know, it's important to like stay curious, mm-hmm. stay open minded, be open to trying new things. Yep. You know, try to avoid getting into a rut, both like w- within your relationship and just like in your life. Right. I think like, you always yeah. have to like progress and move forward together. As yeah. long as you guys can both do that, you should be okay. I know couples that that get the the people I knew in high school and they're married and like they just like. Like every Monday night they have mac and cheese, and every Tuesday they have hot dogs, and every Wednesday they're like they get pizza from the place down the street, and every Thursday this. But Friday is movie night, and they put a rent a movie, and they fall asleep. They go to Blockbuster, and, yeah, um, and it's yeah, it's not the there VHS. anymore. They just walk around the ashes. <clears throat> was it yeah, the last? That's, that's that's horrible. Was it the last podcast where you brought that study up about like? Couples that had like less choices that like were high school oh, sweethearts yeah. were happier than yeah people that married their first love reported. Being happier, more satisfaction in their marriage yeah. than other people who had dated. Because you have, since you have, since you are attuned or accustomed, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah, you have yeah. an extremely yeah. linear. It's all you know. Worldview. You don't want to be like me, who's almost thirty-five and, and knows the 
pleasure just, of a There's just women. too many choices, and you basically just don't do anything. You're frozen by the amount of choices. <laughs> you're just alone the whole That's time. That's not true. You had a good date last night. I did have a good date last you night. You keep watching all the trains leave the station, and you're just there trying to buy a ticket. I am. That's it. A little tear drips down my cheek. Yeah. It's sad. You're like six years away from like an amazing memoir, though. Like yeah, you're that's true. You're really true. you're very if you're if you're still like if just like pudgy fat yeah. dudes around you are happy and married and you're like chiseled and yeah. single. Like, I mean, we're we're living the prequel to the Dos Equis man. So yeah. I'm pre- it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, yes. Is wow. Just, is He's going to become the most interesting man. Is that just because I have a beard now that has gray in it? Well, you look no, no, just because you look a lot like the Dosecki's man. Got with it. The okay. beard. Yeah. You're like the young Dosecki's. I man. hope I can be the most interesting man in the world. You are, and you say are. a lot of shit yeah. like he says, like you know, qua- yeah. pseudo intelligent. <laughs> 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 Doubt it. In Thai climb stuff, that's always the Dosecki's man thing. I always yeah. see him climbing mountains. Yeah. It's it's weird. I think um, I, I I turn 35 next week. So Congratulations. yeah, and um, and I, I obviously and Damon, you you are you are you've already hit that point. So I actually was what? Yeah, you have. Yeah, you will. Is that a secret? Mm. Should we not tell, tell anybody? That? Damon no, says he's thirty all the time. Should nope, leaves it at that. Not true. Are you thirty six? Thirty five? I'm thirty six, but 36. I my birthday's around ties. So yeah, so I about turned thirty seven. I had this weird not like panic attack, but it was a weird thing where I realized like I was going through my Tinder profile. And I saw, like, you know, it says your age right there, right? It says, like, you're, you guys don't know what – you probably don't know, but, like, when you're on your Tinder profile, it says your age and, like, just pure bold. Like, I'm yep. 34. Pure bold. <laughs> yeah. Like, 34, this is my profile. I was going to say, what font is this? And I was, uh, I was swiping through the other day. This is where I met that girl. But I looked, and I'm like, oh, my God, in, like, a week, that's going to say 35. Mm-hmm. And it just it, – something it did something with my mind. Where I'm going, like, oh, crap. Like, what if, like – Am I too old now? Like, what what happens now? Like, I don't. I obviously don't think I'm too old, but it got to the point where now I'm like, what have I done with my life? Am you're, I okay? You Is are everything fine. It's, you're. It's a little too early for a midlife crisis. No, no, I know that. But it just <clears throat> nowadays. Know, start but his, historically, this is the perfect the yeah. perfect storm for midlife crisis. Yes. But nowadays, that that got moved. Yeah. I think that either happens 40. in your twenties or in your forties. Yeah. Yeah, but I like thought it, I thought it happened earlier. But I've talked to like a lot of girls like in their late twenties, even like some that are thirty, and like and I asked them like you know like what like how old are you looking for in terms of a guy, and they'll be like and like I'll say like is thirty four okay? And they're like oh yeah it's fine, but that's it thirty five no. You know, and like Damn. my sister and her friends told me that when I went home for Christmas this mm-hmm. past uh, winter break, and I'm like, "Oh, you're flirting with your sister? Fuck, that's gross. I know, that's so gross. I know. Like, that's that's, kind of uh, that's totally ar- like these. I'm happy. It's my totally arbitrary to to say that. Although, what should make you feel better, Ty, is if you meet a girl and she really, really likes you. Yeah. The fact that you're 35 or 34 does not matter. Oh, I know that. All the whole like, oh, 35 is way too old. 34 is fine. That's all bullshit. Well, I know it's all bullshit. It's just but like there is, it, it, it is a real thing. Like when I turned 30, I was pretty stoked. I was yeah. Like, 30s are going to be awesome. But then when I turned 35, I was considerably less excited. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of it is because psychologically, we're told all our lives, males. 18, 18 to 34-year-olds is like yeah. the most coveted demographic. Yeah, Everybody get... wants to get your attention. And now we're like out of it. We're out of the cool kids we're club. We're dead. I've been trying turn... to tell you for a while. Yeah. I turned 34 cool in March. Anymore, man. <laughs> what the, the Jaws t-shirts aren't yeah. cool anymore. The, our, me and our kids, man, we're yeah. wearing no, Chicago I mean, Bears shirts. I turned 34 no. in March, so that means we, we officially are bookending our demographic, right? Yes. But I think the main thing is that like you hear about you hear about every birthday growing up, I'm 21, and being, becoming a, a teenager, and then there's 25, you're like, you're done with college. You're you can rent a car. You can rent a car, all this yeah. stuff. 30's like a big deal, because it's like, okay, now it's time to start settling down and stuff like that, but like none of us really did that at 30. No. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, except for you. Well, no, I got you're that out of my system way early. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And the only thing you ever really hear about 35 is midlife crisis. It's yeah. the only thing you ever heard about. No one's ever like, 35, this awesome thing happens. Can't you be 40... president? Yeah. Yeah. President. yeah. So there you so go. So that. Got something to look forward not to. Not if you do this Bam. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably yeah. not if you do this the show. The, the thing about 40 is that I remember being a kid and being cognizant of that, that being a very important birthday for my mom. Yeah. So that's how I wrap mm-hmm. my head around like that being not an, a, a weird age, but at the age that I was... Old enough to have memories and remember that I was I would have been ten when that happened. My mom turned forty, and so like, not that I don't remember my, when I was nine, eight, seven, or whatever. But like that being like a definitive moment for her, so that became like a definitive moment in my head yeah. too of like what being an adult is, mm-hmm. and to be like, yeah, I'll be I'm gonna th- be thirty three in April, right? And seven years from that or whatever, getting closer and closer to that doesn't feel anywhere that that like that. Even though that's uh, the opposite of that is like clearly when my mom was thirty, she had me, right? So I'm already three years into what I, I would have been, yeah. you know, my mom it, it would have been at 33. I would have been three years old and like, I'm lucky to keep Perto alive. So it's like, <laughs> man, like it's weird that like that super, that's a super, super adult thing for her. But like, I think but then 40 is like this thing where there's a very deep line in the sand at 40. Like if you don't, by 40, you ha- you're expected to have most of your shit together. And if you don't have most I mean, of your shit together, even- like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just make yeah, sure I don't 40, know, I haven't thought about it. For sure. And by that it means like people are like, "Oh, you found your the woman, the person of your dreams." And I'm five and you years got your there. dream job and yeah. you blah 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 and your 401k. You're gonna, by your, the time you're 40, you'll have a kid. Greg Miller guaranteed. We'll see. Well, that's, that's a what, Greg that's a Greg guaranteed. Greg Miller the guaranteed. Bank. That's what worried me though, like so like obviously I went home for Christmas to see my family in Austin. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. And um, family. I my mom of course Love her to death, but she gives me a lot of shit. She like obviously like says, "Hey, you hey know, Tyson, you're almost thirty. <laughs> Wait, you're Tyson. almost thirty-five. She sounds exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she started giving me a lot of crap about how like I'm almost thirty-five. Am I ever gonna get married? Like she's given up on me having a kid. Like she gave up on that like years ago. But like call she, her right now. She she that Greg Miller just promised a kid in five not years to have kids, though, didn't she? Well, yeah, but that's just because of some shit going on in her personal life. But like okay. for the most part, like way to bring up bad memories. I know that's sad, <laughs> but no, it's weird. Like. You start. I don't. I ignored her for so long, and now I'm like, "Fuck, I'm 35. Fuck." What? I mean, it just. It was weird to think about it for like the very first time, like a week away. I'm like, "That's true. I'm gonna be way closer to 40 than I am 30." So like, this is kind of strange, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, but you know, whatever. I'm just. I'm. I'm going off on this crazy tangent right let's, now. Let's so. move. Let's move on. We'll get back on track. See you, 19 year old. This is Howard from Tallahassee. Another Florida. Is this the Florida episode? Yep. Damn. This episode of Super Knockin' Boots is brought to you by the state. Oranges. By Florida. <laughs> the Sunshine State. I always America's love that when, you, when you see commercials for states like that. You ever yeah. seen that? Like, yeah. I've seen the one for California that has oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that was the best one. When can you start? Oh, there by the way. Really California, bad. we have fun. Like really that. bad, really bad. I want to give a shout I saw, out I to I saw Florida. one for Canada, too. Is it just Mitch? No, it's, it's just like, it's like a waterfall in like a forest, and they're like, oh, Canada. Please. There's no crime. <laughs> Come on. Up. Are they Jamaican? You're starting to. It sounds Jamaican. Hey, no welcome to Welcome to Canada. Oh, hey there. Bra. There's no crime here. It's good. Get on your moose, man. This one's kind of long. Just so. uh, we should uh, go. Pack a lunch, everybody. <laughs> do it. Clearwater Beach, Florida. Best looking girls. Howard says, as always, I love you guys. Oh, and we love you. Y'all opinions. Y'all. All right. He's, he's legit. He's really funny. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and I want to hear your thoughts on this thing that happened to me the other night. I don't really have a question so much as I'm just in a bit of a weird you didn't space cry, about you're not it. Gay. It's okay. I'm looking for input on it. Wow. It's about two gay. weeks ago, I started messaging a girl on OkCupid who seemed really cool. Had a cu- great couple of chats with her. About the only thing I had issue with was her age. She's 22, I'm 29. 
But whatever, she still seemed like at least she'd be cool for a friend to have. Yeah, that's what you're on OKCupid she, looking for. Good job, y'all. She was, you're being mean. I am, she you're right. She was new to town and looking to meet people. So I invited okay. her to come hang out at a bar where many of my friends regularly hang out. Got it. She was really awesome. She fit right in with all my crazy mixed bag of friends. We all wound up going to another bar, dancing, and then to Denny's for a ridiculously stupid 3 a.m. breakfast. That's good move. That's actually really good. good I really got Grand the feeling slam. she wasn't into me, which is cool. But she was one of the coolest new friends I'd made in recent months, and I was happy I could help her out with making friends. A few nights later, I invited her to, to go out to a weekly club night I go to, which is supposed to be a goth-slash-industrial-slash-fetish scene. Oh, okay. This is weird. But that's it's also... intense for date, too. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. But it's also a very nerdy <laughs> hangout and a place where anyone can totally be awesome. They're just street passing in the corner. I'm not here for the goth and the fetish part, but I'd love to street pass. He says, intense he says think back a few episodes to the fat guy with nipple tape. That's me. Do you remember, the, you remember this? Remember you remember that. this photo? I know. Well, we drink a lot. We have to tell you how much we drink on this show. Yeah, it's in, in like a month between podcasts. Yeah. Why did he have We said a few tape. shows. So that's like three months, four yeah. months ago. No, think of like. To stop the chafing? Because he had big nips and they popped through his shirt. Mm-hmm. I know what that's He's like, like at the club, like this. Oh, okay. Jesus yeah. Christ. Did he send us photos with the, with the, the girl? He was wearing the them. nipple tape. Not yeah, but this in the, isn't other the photo same photo. He sent, yeah. Uh, he hits is him. that the girl and the guy that you're that we're talking yeah, to? That's about? who we're talking about. Nice. That's what those clubs are like, Brian, if you ever want to go. No, I'm good. Where's the street pass <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how do I near? I'm just trying to finish my meat puzzles. He says this was her first club experience. She had never gone out to anywhere that was anything like that. They're not all like that. She didn't even know what a go-go dancer was at the beginning of the night. At first, she was very self-conscious, but after a couple hours, a few drinks, lots of dancing, and once I had introduced her to the 50-plus friends I have there. Whoa! She was fucking a dude with a strap. She got more and more comfortable. By the end of the night, she had shed her own shirt and donned nipple tape with the help of a few of the go-go's I had introduced her to. We hung out all night. I let her use my tab for drinks. I had driven her there, done all I could to make sure she had a great first time out. But what? Now, all that being said, this was not a date. I'm oh, still oh, getting shit. to know this girl. She's still getting to know me. My main purpose in taking her was so she could meet She could meet new people and have a good time. I never had any expectation for the end of the night other than getting her back to her grandma's house safely. From the S&M club. <laughs> Yo, Straight grandma, here's some nipple tape. <laughs> Go-go dancer How putting is your nipple evening? tape. Oh, it's so, like great. <laughs> at the end of the night, lights come on. I pay my bar tab. I start saying bye to people. They kick us out. We go to the parking lot. I keep saying bye to people. She sees a guy she thinks is cute, starts making out with him. She gets her stuff out of my car and goes home with him. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now, like I said, in my mind, I didn't expect anything from her. I don't believe she owes me anything. If she wants to bang a dude she met in the parking lot, that's totally her prerogative. Who am I to judge? However, I still feel kind of shitty. I'm sure it's some kind of subconscious caveman thing of... Me want bang cute girl. She not like me. I know pretty. Is that, uh, nice impression. I, that was good job. That's some acting. That was caveman. If you're listening, everybody, it's knocking boots podcast <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to offer Damon some VO gigs here. <laughs> but I still feel kind of shitty for having that reaction. I like to think I'm above that kind of petty jealousy stuff, but apparently I'm totally not. What do you guys think about the situation in general? I, I think, think if you if you open up date two. To something as sexually charged as an S and club with go-go <laughs> dancers and like mm. the girl you are kind of interested in is getting her nipples taped by go-go dancers. Yeah. Like this is before and after, by the way. Before drinks, after drinks. Yeah, nice. All bets That's are off drinks at that is... point. Yeah, you know, like anything could probably. The happen. thing was that you made it very clear in in, in date one 
wasn't it wasn't a date that she was coming out to hang on the group and you weren't yeah. expecting anything. Da, da. This is the same yeah. thing. You and you said she seemed like a cool friend. She's your friend. You yeah. made, you fell into the friend zone. We have okay, said okay. this a million times on this podcast. Make your intentions known. Right. Yeah. Do exactly. not exactly. shy away from stating your true intentions. If Snatch you do not know, then fine. But that's on the onus is on you there. You know, like you yeah. have got to make sure that you say, hey. This is a date, okay? Yeah. Like, uh, like I mean, fine. so, like, Sans uh, sort of tepid S&M club, I saw this exact situation play out back when I lived in New Jersey where a friend of mine went on some dating site and he found some girl who was just like, yeah, I'm not really trying to hook up. I'm just trying to look for friends. And he brought her to a party at my house, and this crazy-ass woman showed up. And I'm like, yo, who's this lady in my house? And one of my brother's friends took her in the other room, and they started taking shots together, and then they started hooking up. And the guy, my friend who showed up with this girl, who had no interest in her whatsoever, mm-hmm. got really, really angry and started yelling at her. And I had to pull him in a room and be like, hey, first of all, that's not your fucking property. That's a human being. Second of all, you fucked up. Yep. You brought her here. If you wanted to hook up with her, you should have been taking shots with her or doing yeah. whatever it took, whatever how easy and simplistic that key was to get into that weird mouth of hers. And there there comes a moment, And you fucked way. up. Yeah, there's a moment like in any rendezvous like if it's a date or whatever where like the woman is clearly you and both are like you may be like unintentionally or subconsciously deciding but there comes a point in any date where you're like okay are we going to be friends are we going to be more it is up to you to find that point and to take advantage of it if you do not act fast then you fail you know and and the best example i can give is uh last night i was on a date with a girl i just met and it was a very friendly i wanted to give you a sound effect for that it's fine very, very uh, cordial, friendly, casual I, conversations. I fade in background noise of a bar. Yes. Piano <laughs> music yeah. playing. Swear to bar. It's the Four Seasons Hotel. It's amazing. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So like, but, and, and this is like maybe like about th- maybe two hours into the date, you know, um, she says, she actually returned from the restroom and she sits down next to me and it was interesting. Like I kind of caught it, but she sat a little bit closer this time, you know? Ah. And I'm like, and what I. What bar were we at? I was at a, I was at a hotel bar. Ah! Yeah, four seasons. Oh, what? I thought you were making that joke. Anyway, go ahead. No, no. So she said, lo- made that joke, right? Yeah. What? So she sat a little bit closer to me, and this is again about two, two and a half hours into the date, and her friends had come to join us, with, and her friend was with another guy that she had that, that I guess they were friends or whatever. I don't know. So she sits closer next to me, and so I'm like, okay, I want to see where this is going. So I grab her hand, and she grabs it back, and she's just like, I'm like, at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. She knows I'm interested. I know, you know, I'm definitely interested, and I know that she's not interested in me. It makes sense, you know? Like, if she kind of pushed away or whatever, then I would know right away at that point. But of course, she grabbed my hand. She, like, you know, kind of held onto my arm. At that point, I'm like, okay, clearly she knows this is a date, you know? But it was, but had I not recognized that, and I just was, like, still friendly the whole night and whatever, she could have ran off and just gone home after the end of the night or whatever, made out with some random guy. I don't fucking know. But the point is... You got to pick up on those signs. Mm-hmm. If this girl, this girl may have been expecting that at some point, or she may have not. She just may. You may have introduced the date as like, "Hey, you want to be friends? Let's go to this weird S and M club." Like a cool friend. It's great, yeah. But it's up to you to make sure that your intentions are known. It, Absolutely, it, it, it's not up to her at all. And people, people aren't property. Hmm. Like you just it's the simple act of you walking in through a doorway with another human being doesn't yeah. entitle you to all the sexual acts under that that, yes. that roof or any roof. Like, you have to let people know, like you said. Like, just, just walking in and being like, this is this thing I have here right now, doesn't mean shit later. Yeah. Like, especially you you unleash somebody into a situation like this, what the fuck you expect, man? Yeah. It's not like you guys went to fucking Arby's or something like that and just started <laughs> blowing the fry cook. 
Let you brought have, everyone SM Club. It's a good point. a dollar for every time that happened to me. Right? Yeah. They make great Fucking fries. fries. <laughs> Don't bring them to Arby's. <laughs> the fry cooks are irresistible. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. She sees a guy in the parking lot. Starts making out with him, gets her stuff out of our friend Howard's car, and then goes home with the other guy. Yeah. What do you think happened to her after that? What they murdered? What they do? Dead. Well, they had the sex. <laughs> they had the big time sex. The big time sex. Oh yeah. They probably, what is the big time full sex? sex. Yeah. Full you sex. Full on <laughs> sexual full penetration. They had some touching in the yeah. fuck places. I bet somebody puked. Put yeah. some butts you, in the holes. Butt pussy. Put the butt in the hole. They yeah. put a button. Yeah. Put fingers inside of the mouth. Mm. Howard signs his... Listeners, none of us have ever had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Put a boob on the dick. <laughs> Touch the dick on the butt. The old sand shower. The old... <laughs> Howard signs his email. Howard from Talent... the pony. From Talanasty. We already had a dude from Tallahassee. No, I said he signed... This is him. Oh, same guy? He signed his... I'm just saying this is how he signed his You email. got off what your fucking phone. phone right now. Be able yeah, to why keep is up? your phone out? Why do you I'm keep inviting this guy back? Off. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> I, by, by the way, I love when people take their dumb town and they put like a cool name on it like that. Like people do that for Toronto. Like, yo, I'm Hell from T dot. Yeah. What up? We we from T dot. No, wait. T dot. T dot for Toronto. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. We call it the city. That's what we call yeah. San Francisco. Or SF. Yeah, SF. I call it that too, but there's only one city. I call it Frisco. What, what about Jersey? Don't call it Frisco. Is there a name for Jersey? Jersey? Jersey. Jersey. Dirty Jers. Dirty Jers. But that's not an endearing yeah. name. That's a disgusting name. Well, Talon Nasty is very endearing. Either. I guess you're right. Yeah. Full circle. This is why we have you here. Yeah. Call when me I was out. in Austin, Dirty I met Jers. some girl that called it Aston. <laughs> what? Because she hated it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought because there's like lots of hot Aston. No, like she's like, this town, like, she, whatever. She was, I hate, I hate this her. cool city. This is like an Aston, not Austin. I'm like, you don't even, you just sound like you're mispronouncing a city. That's all you sound like to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even trying to be funny at this point. Come on. This is Michael from Not Sunny Vancouver. Oh, no. He says, as the most hat. <laughs> Greg's not looking what forward to this one at all. Wait, hold on now. Let's get to the root of that. What oh, the fuck was no. that? What happened to you in Vancouver? What was live? that? You have a bad time. Oh, no, don't take me there. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you radio sound effects. This is, this yeah. is your it's not sunny. It's, it's like not sunny. It's like not sunny. No. No. We have a soundboard. Oh, doctor. Oh, doctor. <laughs> he says, as the most handsome men I haven't met, what do you think your significant others have liked about you in terms of qualities? And what do you look for when searching for a significant other? Hmm. For example, women have always liked my nothing. Oh, well, you're but, self-deprecating. So that's your first problem. But yeah, I'm Jesus. kind of funny, which he put in bold letters. Hey. Uh, so that has helped. He owes me a nickel. A, a bit in meeting women. <laughs> so what do you think our significant others have liked about us? Damn it, or you do, start. You do go like on the table? I mean, you can start first if you want. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Kim and, Kim and I are, are like the same person, just opposite sex and different Asians. Uh, cock- <laughs> Caucasian, Asian. Okay. I was like, "What?" That was really was good. Like, Are you half Asian? I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> we like Caucasian. we like like all the same stuff, and we think all the same stuff is cute. And like I can like see uh, you know mm. uh, <clears throat> a, a dog on the road that's like a mile away, and she's already already seen it. Is already about to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like it's adorable. Good dog vision. Yeah. She like also like really likes the way I smell, and is like. Kind of like gets high off it and like yeah. it's always like sniffing me so and smelling those pheromones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think she likes my like. I think she thinks I'm handsome and that she likes the way I dress. You are very handsome. I'm just saying this is yeah. just what I think. I'd fuck I think you. That's what she likes about me. 
Chuck yeah. said, like, uh, we like to do all this. Thing. Like, I like to, like, eat good food and drink good beverages and yeah. have fun. Y'all both enjoy the finer things in life. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. take advantage of it. You also watch Game of Thrones. Yep, also one of those couples. Did you introduce her to that show, or did she like it already? She introduced me to that show. Oh, God. That's, now I know why you proposed. I get it. It's great. Nice. We think about, about you, Brian? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's almost, it's almost certainly... <laughs> It's almost certainly sense of humor, like a hundred thousand percent. So that's the thing. That is that is like, like the, if, you're, if you're funny, that's a good. Like I'm really good quality. To be. I'm I'm mm. we're, we we joke with each other like first thing in the morning. We joke with each other like as we're as, as we're making breakfast and stuff like that. Like there's never like it's not like a nonstop improv comedy group, but it is like <laughs> she's she yells. She's like Kentucky at you, and you're like I'm in Kentucky. Like, oh, where's all the buses? <laughs> you just do a yeah, my, where's my, all the buses? <laughs> My apartment is. <laughs> hey, improv's about not saying no. <laughs> You're right. That's right. It's it's mm. it's no, but uh, my apartment is ninety percent ninety percent brick walls with dim lights. Lights. It's a comedy club in there. No, it's um, it's I, I think we 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 connected with each other because we're both from New Jersey, but we met in California, so we yeah. shared a lot of the same like sort of like interests and hatreds. Like, like when, when people would be like, oh, you know, come like, here, try this kale pizza. I'd be like, fuck you. And she'd be like, oh, that's, I hate that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we really connected on a lot of that. that. But in, in many ways, we're very different. Like, she's, she's very driven <clears throat> athletically, and I'm not. Uh, she's a nurse, and I, I work in the video game industry. Um, that's the, pretty different. Very, very different people. Yeah. But I, I think that, like, she kind of helps people throughout the day, and I help people, too, in, in my own way. You help people beat that game. Beat that game and, you know, entertain them and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it was, it was like, laughter and smiling. And, and obviously the same thing. Like, we, we love going to good restaurants. We love going to, like, drinking nice wine, like – I, I like them. We got like really sad. I was telling that story before about my. We met my friend and his wife from back in New Jersey, and they were telling us about how they just ba- basically eat like hot dogs and mac and cheese every night. And we got like legit depressed hearing about that because we were like, "Oh, well, like this awesome new restaurant opened up in our on our yeah. in our neighborhood, and we want to go try it. And like, there's this new winery, and we want to go drink there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's we a good would thing. Love to, but it's pretzel night. It's pretzel night. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stay home. <laughs> Hey man, I wish I had a pretzel night like once a year. That sounds fucking amazing. Not every week. Though. It's a good thing to like have or to, like an interest to share because if you live in a place like San Francisco, like yeah. you're just never gonna run out of new restaurants mm. and bars mm. to try. Well, I feel like if you live here and you you pay the cost of living that it costs to, to live here, and you're not taking in like the reasons that you pay that much money, then there's no reason to live here. Like if you're not going out to a good rest, if you live in San Francisco, you're not going out to a good restaurant every few days or like driving out to Sonoma and go to wine country. In some people's defense, they don't have enough money to go out there and like go out to eat. Well, I mean, then then I don't know why you would like here, like to a a studio apartment is is $2,500 a month for most people. So like, I don't know. I like, I'm one of those people you could take away literally everything I've ever built up and you could just give me just her and good food and good drinks, and that's all I'd need. Aww. You'd be Great. the most well-fed homeless people of all time. I know. Yeah. It'd be really good. I'd, I'd have to move to somewhere smaller. Yeah. What do you think Christine could possibly see in you? I think it's – I mean, well, it's funny. Like, we're – Brian and I are at a table of Adonises. So mine, of course, is sense of humor as well. We're trolls. This is yeah. how we've survived. Our, <laughs> yeah. This is how we've gotten laid our entire yeah. fucking lives, yeah, exactly. being funny. I, I so want you to know, Greg, that my ex-girlfriend of five years always said that she thought you were handsome. 
Thank you. So, uh, you're not a bad. <laughs> Hit me up with that number. <laughs> she once actually called shape Craig, yeah. Greg, <laughs> in bed. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, cock your eyebrow. I'm wearing She's these like, glasses." <laughs> Fuck me, Greg. My name's Craig. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, was it true. was definitely sense of humor too. That that's what uh, I mean. I was Christine. Whenever we, it's always funny. I've been taking her back lately to Missouri a lot for different trips and weddings and stuff. And we're meeting different groups of friends and family that still live there. And when they do that, I was like, "Oh, how'd you guys meet?" And like the story of us meeting is totally not funny. Like it was, it's funny now, but at the time, like you'd be like, "Why would she ever talk to me again?" Because I was such a weirdo dick or whatever. Because like, do you remember any stories? Like first time we ever met her was after E three. We went to. Uh, the, the Brass Monkey. Brass Monkey with Hillary. This and is in LA. All wasted. Is, and it was before E3, by the way. Oh, I apologize. It was like the Sunday. They all just run together. Before, yeah. But Hillary's like, we're hiring this girl named Christine. She's going to come out tonight. Great. And she got there and she was literally there three minutes. And I forget like what. Like the only girl with all of us dumb IGN editors. And, yeah. I, and I forget what we said or what we were doing, but I was like, I love Damon. And you and I kissed on the lips. <laughs> and then Hillary's like, I feel left out. So we kissed <laughs> Hillary on the lips. What? And then and Christine <laughs> went home and she's so like, she oh, I, we're all gay. I didn't know everyone was like, was gay. <laughs> And then she started at IGN after E3, and it was like for the E3, one of the giant old E3 meetings where you had to get in a room for eight hours and like yell about what was E3 game of the show or whatever. And uh, it was when Roper was still my boss, and we came in and we sat down next to the thing, and Roper put down his soda, and he's like, oh, no, he put down his notebook. He's like, I'm gonna go get a soda before this pizza gets here. Save my seat. All right, Roper. And so he walked out of the room, and she walked in. She walked over to me and pulled out the chair. And rather than say anything, I just swung out my leg and kicked the chair back into the table. And I go, no sale, noob. And I, she, the way she tells it is I said it really fast, like I often talk. So it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and she was like awkwardly like, what? And then like tried to touch this thing. And I'm like, no, no, my boss is sitting there. And she's like, there's an empty seat next to you. Why doesn't he sit there? I'm like, all right. And I just removed his notebook. She's like, she didn't like me. But then we hit it off in uh, IM messages. We IM'd all the time or whatever, because I forget what it was. There was some stupid thing she had to do for IG. I think order pizza. And I expressed it, because we ate a lot of pizza, obviously. We were like Ninja Turtles. So mm-hmm. I'd expressed to her that we all were sick of this one pizza place. Get it from this pizza place. <laughs> and then we talked. You know, what, I always, what I always remember about Christine, and what I used to find adorable and now drives me crazy. I'm just kidding. Uh, is the fact that she's the only person I've ever met that we'd be talking on AIM chat, and I would... I would send her something on an instant messenger and I would hear from across the office because we had those open off. They're way more open now in IGN, but like back then the open top <clears> desks <throat> and I'd hear, <laughs> and then she'd write back, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, I can hear you. That's a real laugh out loud. <laughs> you don't yeah. need to say, whoa, I know you're lolling. I can hear you 100%. That was That's pretty good. That's great. That's a good story. Craig. You're dating uh, somebody. Yeah, you, I you have. have a lady. It's still relatively what new. It, but so what does she like about you? I don't have that much insight into it. It's only been like three months now. She told me what she likes about you, by the way. Is that D. That I'm no. a fucking sex champion? Yeah, she's like, no one has fucked me this hard in my entire That's life. That's true. Yeah. That's not true. I hear it all the time. The Adonises <laughs> have taken over the table. <laughs> Team uh, sensitive. You know, I'm downstairs watching. I lifted, I'm, a, I lifted a car off her once. <laughs> I'm downstairs I, watching at 30 for 30. And I'm like, that's my boy. I need to get a new bed frame really bad now that <laughs> I mention it. Uh, oh yeah, me and Craig live together. Yeah, yeah. Yes. people probably people don't know that. Know that. We do. I'm glad you said that because otherwise you... Like, Why is Craig fucking someone at Ty's house? <laughs> yeah. Did Ty break in while they were <laughs> Yo, Craig, I don't got that 30 for 30 on demand. Let me come over and watch your Netflix. <laughs> I think it's the same as you guys. I think it's very similar interests. Like, uh, we're both athletic and in the sports she plays soccer i play soccer we actually played together which is mm. cool i thought that was going to be one of those things where like i didn't want us to do that together like not have that no you guys have thing. like a ritual like i'll come down saturday morning and like i'll wake up and like they'll be on the couch with coffee in hand 
watching soccer. Yeah, it's great. It's like I, I just morning. I look at him I'm like you found your wife. You watch you with found... sometimes. No, sometimes. I do. I do. But like yeah. I've never in my life seen you with um, I, well, I've only lived with you for like you know four months, but still the point is like I've never like seen that kind of thing before. Like were you, you like were you always in a soccer? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Since I was little, yeah. It's great. Um, she, I think also, and I didn't like know this was a thing, but she's totally disconnected from like our world, mm. where like <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. You could be disconnected. From well, just like <laughs> doesn't she's not on the internet a lot. She works for a nonprofit and she coaches soccer, so like she yeah. doesn't have time to just look at stupid shit on the internet. So like all the things like all my like the hot the funniest YouTube viral fucking video or whatever like she'll just be like I have no fucking clue what that is and it's actually endearing to like have yeah. someone that Doesn't is totally know. disconnected from yeah. that so wait, she doesn't yeah. visit youtube.com slash the comedy button youtube.com slash kind of funny I'll tell her about it she probably will <laughs> or what if she Patreon. what if you what if you told her about it and she's like oh orioration I totally know this show that would be pretty fucking That'd be crazy. amazing that would blow my mind um so yeah I think the combination of like very separate interests, but also some things that are very, very, you know, yeah. singular interests yeah. is really cool. I can tell that she's very physically attracted to me, like more so than a lot of girls I've been with, where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like very strong, like sexual appetite, mm-hmm. which is good. Almost like, but have you guys ever been with someone where it's like, it's almost too much, where you actually have to tell the girl, like, we need to like slow down. <laughs> Let me drink this glass of water, woman. Yeah. I at, there was there was one one relationship where I actually reached out to a couple of my friends and I was just like, "Hey, how do you how do you define sex addiction?" And they were like, "Well, what's going on?" And I laid it out to them. They're like, "No, that's normal. That's fine. It's not that bad." I yeah. wish I had. And then I then I heard like from a friend of a friend who was like an actual sex addict, and he was like, yeah. "You have no idea. You're, yeah, you're." You're doing great. Okay. This is a real yeah, serious. I'm the luckiest fucking man in the world. In my I didn't opinion. think you was, just fuck a lot. You're, I didn't think it was you're that doing, bad. You're flying I did not fine. Think it was that bad. However, you ain't there's, a o- there's only yeah. been one time where like I legitimately had to turn her down, where I was just like, no. And she's like, tank why? is empty. Like I don't understand why. And of course, she got upset. She like yeah, thinks I'm that's not attracted to her. Hey, girls, like, look, don't like that. it's because I don't have to fuck all the time. Like I can take breaks. It's cool. Chill out. So that was weird. But so yeah, I think that's about it. Tie. I covered it. <laughs> well, Damon, I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I can. Uh, so let's, let me ask so you. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. The, the dates that the most of the dates that you've been on has there been a reoccurring theme. Is as there a pattern? Like, yeah. Do you get a sense <laughs> of like? Yeah. The uh, the ones that we the ones where we jive well together are especially in San Francisco because people that don't know this place is it san francisco is a very awesome place it's fun but it's also like this very weird kind of like homogenous social bubble of like it's incestuous in a weird way it is and it's also like strange because like everyone here big small town knows everyone it's different it's just a different big city but the the girls that i've gotten along with the, the most have all been transplants from the south I didn't know where the second uh, half of the that. transvestite. Yeah, I'd say I was right there with yeah. you, Damon. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Where's this going? We're going." Okay, yeah, I know, the trust no. tree right now. They've all like, like, like very, very few have been from here, with the exception of my ex-girlfriend who was from here. But the one thing that like everyone, including my ex, including most of the women I've dated, that we've all gotten along with, and like the one thing they've, they've liked about me, and I've liked about them, is that we can make fun. Like, well, we make fun of people that get offended way too easily. And That's it's, so important, and it's so important Isn't to me. Isn't it so good? In because this city, everyone in San Francisco, in this city, people yeah. get offended if you just fucking look at them wrong. 
And like we, I, I and it's it's especially prevalent in San Francisco. Of all like, places, this is one we, of my all, we all we all had dinner tonight. I don't know if anyone noticed yeah. this. There was a guy sitting next to Ty who looked like a Dennis the Menace villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was eating tater tots for dinner. Yes, I but saw he that. Had really nice shoes on, and he probably yeah. rode like a, a four hundred dollar yeah. bike here. And that's amazing to me. I love that we live in a world like, where that exists. Oh yeah. God, these tater. Tots. So it's it's um <laughs> organic tots. Yeah. So oh, it's got my tots. tots. <laughs> like it's really funny. Like I'll like I mean like I've been on dates where like I, I can't think of anything think anything off the top of my head at this point but like I remember like I said like uh, in a, I, I'm really good at inappropriate jokes like I'm like the king of that shit and so like that I kind of do that in, in like a first or second date mm-hmm. where like I'll throw it out there and based on their reaction I know at this point like we will be fine together or we will not work well together you know mm-hmm. and like the last girl I went out with um, well not the one last night but the one before that I could tell right away I'm like nope not gonna work at all. Yeah, that's an amazing feeling, Whatsoever. Right? I'm like, I, I know it's so amazing. I'm imagining those yeah. situations and you throwing that out there, but yeah. it just being way too aggressive that it should be. <laughs> like, you're on a date at a nice restaurant, and you're like, hey, that, that dude over there, he's a minority, right? That fucking sucks. <laughs> that's not what I say, by the way. <laughs> no, She's it's like, a, what? It's like, um... Sucks I, for him. I, I don't know, like, I mean, it was just, it was... I had a, um, with, with my ex-girlfriend, the one I did it for, like, four years, I remember we, like... We we love to bond over like the fact like we would make fun of people at Berkeley all the time mm-hmm. about how they just protest all the time yeah. about just nonsense. Yep. And like and that was because like there was a lot of like bark closures and like all right, this right, weird right, shit right. tomorrow morning by the way. Well actually maybe, yeah that's, that's tomorrow yeah. And so like uh, I remember um, I remember the the girl that uh, the girl that did not work out was I was like uh, we were talking about Bart and some other stuff and I'm like yeah I'm like I'm like these guys get paid like fucking seventy five eighty thousand dollars a year and they're still fucking complaining about how much they get paid and they go on strike and it fucks the whole city up and she's just like she was not having it she did not like that at all she was yeah. like, very unhappy about it so let me tell you why unions are great at yeah you. exactly so anyways at that point I'm like okay cool so like, we're not gonna work out but then like there's people like but like I'm a sarcastic guy in nature and so like I. I don't feel like I'm funny at all. Like I think whatsoever. you're very funny, Ty. Well, I, you're funny. I don't like, feel like I'm funny. You. Like I laugh I, at you all the time. I'm always like on edge, going like I, I never try to be too funny. I never try to say too many jokes. But every once in a while, I get a couple beers in me. I'm just like or whatever drinks in me. I'll just start like saying weird shit. And like last night, like this guy I'll just start saying weird shit. <laughs> yeah, last night um, I was sitting with the girl I was with, the yeah. girl I met, and her friend and some random guy that she had met that night come sit down. So she had they up. go to the restroom, and the he fuck? tells me he tells me that he's married and has a kid at home, but he's there for a conference and he's hitting on some girl. He's like talking to some chick who like like obviously that's not his wife. His wife's at home, and so and he, he took his wedding ring off. He he told me this shit, and so I'm so they come back right, and so I'm sitting there uh, next to the girl that I was on a date holding with. her hand. I'm holding her hand, yeah, and are. so I'm like, and this, and I'm just gonna say this guy's name is Chris to protect the innocent. It was Ostertag? Roper. His, his real name is Chris. Anyways, so I'm sitting there, I'm going like, hey man, so like, how's it like in Houston? He he was from Texas. He was there for like a medical conference. I'm Side like, note, I I knew his real name was Chris. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I just I know I looked you dead in the face, and I'm yeah. like, that's not a stage name. You you said his real name, Chris so, Ostertag from Texas. It's all yeah. checking out so far. So the the girl sits down next to me, the one that I'm on a date with, and I I told her the whole I kind of told her the whole story, and then her friend sits down, and so I'm I'm like I'm like I'm Chris. Sure that was super subtle. Yeah. Well, no, no, he didn't hear me. At all. You're just like, hmm, interesting story. Oh, my date's back. Well, no. You're the entire <laughs> like, time. Because he went to get a drink, and she came back, and so I talked to her, and I, I kind of told her what was going on, and she was, like, horrified. So I'm like, wait, don't say anything yet. I, I want to have some fun Watch here. this. So he sits down, I'm going like, Chris, so, like, you know, like, what's it like kind of having a family and a kid? 
you know? And like, he just looks at me, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, dude. And like, he, he, he gives me that look. And like, his, his, the girl that he was with didn't hear me. But he, but, but of course, the girl I was with heard me, and she just starts laughing her fucking ass off. And then the girl that, like, her friend was just like, what'd he say? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm like, Chris, so, like, what do you feel about kids? Like, wife and kids. Like, do you want them? Like, do you want wife and kids? Like, is that something Damn, like you like? You're, like, you're you, a fucking dick. And so oh, you, I, you, you fucking, you doubled down on that shit. Yeah, so I like, was, you the reason like, why he told you that up front is as a guy code. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. just so you know. Yeah. No, I was. You could have, like, broed up with this guy. Instead, you, like, threw I him under the down. bus. I broke down entirely. I just wow. sat there. I was wasted. I'm sitting there, and I just, I wanted I bet to. you were a huge cock block when you were a kid. Like his I wife. Was, I didn't think about that one. So, <clears throat> but the, the problem was like the problem, never got was I a cock block? Here's the deal, though. By the way, here's what I later learned, though. I later learned, and this is this is like I wanted to actually bring this up as that a topic. his wife is dead. No, I later learned that the girl that he was with knew the whole time that he had a wife and kid. Like the whole time. Oh. So. So she you finally, co- you cock block her too because well, you reminded her of the reality. Well, no, it was out. weird because no, like, I still hooked up. This yeah. is actually this is a good transition to this conversation because like I'm wondering what you guys think about this. Mm-hmm. So this girl, the, the this girl I was with, her friend, I'll just call her like Kelly was there. Okay, Kelly, and, actual name. Yeah, actual name, <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. And, and the whole time Kelly's like I. And, late, and the, the reason why I found out was she's like, oh, my God, this guy is so cute. But if he didn't have a wife and kid, he'd be perfect. But you have a wife and kid. Why are you here? Leave me alone. But then she'd be like, but you're so hot. I want you. She did and not she, say that. Swear to God. Like, swear to fucking God, right. word for word. All okay? Right. And I'm sitting he's, there, and I look over the girl I'm with. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with your friend? She's like, I have no idea. Like, he's like, and I'm like, I looked at, I looked at the girl I'm with. I'm like, she's enabling him. Are they all, they're all here for a conference? Yes, a medical conference. Who are conference. these people? That's how conferences roll. Dude, it's medical fucking conferences crazy. Are just like and like, back when we were both course, single, me and Craig would like, go to medical yeah. conferences in Scrubs. Just, like, we go it's to crazy. conferences and tags and yeah. multiple like, times a year in our industry, and but, it's not like this. But oh, then the guy, medical guys. But then the guy like tries to justify to me. He tries to justify me. He's like, hey, like, listen, yeah, I'm married, but like, have you seen this girl? Look at her eyes. They're so beautiful. I'm like, dude, you're fucking married. You have a kid. And, like, of course, the, the woman I'm with is also like, yeah, you're a fucking sleazebag. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then she's trying to talk to her friend going, like, stop talking to him. Stop talking to him. But her friend, Kelly, was like, Kelly. but, oh, my God, like, he'd be so perfect if he wasn't married, if he didn't have a kid. But he's so hot. I want him. But he's married. Ty, object- yeah. objectively, was the guy hot? No. Okay. That's the crazy thing. He wasn't even that attractive. And I'm sitting there, uh, and, and well, by the way, you really ruined this guy's life. And by the way, fuck then. And by the way, Kelly was like a really pretty girl, like a really, really good-looking pretty girl. And I'm sitting there going, like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, why are you, why are you talking to this guy? What are you why on? are you a like... really, really good-looking pretty girl? <laughs> no, I mean, she was, she was a bad-looking pretty girl, but I'm fucking around. We're just, me and Damon are having some eye fun together. Me and Damon are eye fun. Anyway. I, anyways, Ty, I, I'm I, blown away by it. We've drifted away from the listeners. Yes. I want to get back to them. Yeah, is, I understand. Is it Sorry. okay? Yes. Okay. By uh, far. F- footnote: The reason yeah. this stuff doesn't happen at our conferences in our industry is because it's ninety percent dudes. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. With utility kilts. <laughs> it's true. The subject of this next email is international love. Oh, oh, this is gonna be a world hopping adventure. Says, Hi, my it's not gonna is... work out. It's probably the answer. <laughs> my name is Carlos. Oh, Carlos. Hola, Carlos. I'm 22 from Australia. Oh, it's me, Carlos. What? Is it what? Santana? Australia. <laughs> Australia. I visited the U.S. Right. of A. Wow. for a month last year. Oh my god. Had a great time. Met Altano. 
What? We'll hopefully come back. You remember the rest of you all. Of course. <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> Hola, Carlos. Julie, where did you meet him? Yes. Okay, okay. This, he doesn't remember. Where did you meet him? In that month? What'd you do with him? Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> In that month I totally time. If I saw a picture of him, I remember him. I'm bad with names. In that month time, I knocked boots more times with other girls Woo! than the six or so years I have in Australia. That's my boy. He's only six them. years old? Are American girls like just fucking whores or what? Meeting no, them okay. on the okay. no, Cupid, exactly. pubs, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Can you Hold on. Can you, where, in, where in the U.S. was he? I'm trying to pinpoint this in my brain. Here. He was here. In, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, if you were like, if you're a foreigner here, you get pussy all the time. He says, I was thinking, just does your attractiveness change in other countries? Yes. Maybe, maybe it was oh, the 100%. accent? 100%. Yeah, it is, 100%. 100%. You you raise like two points on the scale. If you have yeah. an accent, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I I have a buddy of mine in from uh he's from the uh, Gamespot UK office and he comes here. Danny O'Dwyer. No, no. He <laughs> works here full time. He's now. Irish. Some other guy. Another guy. Uh, <laughs> but Danny worked in the guy. UK. I thought for he did. He did. I honestly, Thank you. I, I truly but, oh, believe. But, but he's a good example. Like he like I mean women love him. Yeah. Like they like as soon as he opens his mouth they're just like I get a hard on talking to him. It doesn't it reminds matter. me yeah. of love actually. Greg, yeah. Greg, I truly believe that you think that the world is is America and then then everything else. <laughs> for the most part, it's like it's Pangea and America. It's like if, <laughs> it's, if you go over there, there's England. Continent. You go north, you got New Zealand. Yeah. You go south, nope. there's Africa. You go what? over here, and then you got the uh, Australia. I yeah. think it's like it's ninety percent over here, and then there's like ten percent <laughs> like Japan. Check. That's that's your map. Oh, oh Japan. God, Japan's amazing. all tucked away to the left. That was a, that was an easy email. The right, question I want to know, Damon, is sorry. <laughs> after college, me and my brother, we only lived in the same city once for like two months. That was it. So we would go out together all the time, and uh, he we were both single, and he was notorious for doing the worst accents of all time. Like he just can't do accents a lot, like Greg. But uh, what? So he <laughs> all this time, Greg thought he was. Don't tell him. At the bar, he would. Like, he had this thing where he would always tell girls he was an Australian surfer. But it was hilarious because it was so bad. We all thought it was funny. But it was stunning how much it actually worked. Like, he would literally be like, Oi! Oi, I'm an Australian surfer! And, like, half the time, girls would be like, Your accent is so sexy. Like... I, I love that accent. And you're like, wow. This is in, this is in Louisiana. And this is when we're like 19. But yeah. it's just, I, I just, needless wow. to say, the accent, it works out. Yeah, even my, I've had you know, plenty of American friends who went abroad to just like England. And they, and they got clean it. up. Just yeah. Like, oh, man, because it's different. It's, it's exotic. Yeah, Danny told me that. And then my buddy Chris told me that who was here like visiting. Is like, he's like, it's the same thing if Americans come to the UK. Like, it's just, you stand out and women like it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's just about getting noticed, really. Yeah. yeah. It separates yourself from the pack, right? Right. Like, wow, this guy talks different. It's crazy. This is Darnell. 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 When was the first time you ever watched a sex scene in a movie with your parents? Ooh. Oh, man. Did you pretend to not watch it, or did they tell you to close your eyes? Oh. Or did they try to have the talk with you afterwards? <laughs> I don't have any good memories with my parents. Like, I saw plenty of movies with my parents, and I, I don't remember that ever being a thing. The one that always stands out for me, though, is at Mike Boylan's house. We were watching Time Cop. 
And Mike Boylan's dad. It's time was, with Van, yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme, and the woman from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day, Day Off. Off. Yeah, uh, and it's Salone. Mike Boylan's father. I'm putting him on blast here. I hope the FBI doesn't come for him. Was notorious. He he had like the first ever VCR v- to VCR like machine where he just like they go they would just go rent a movie and come home and pop <laughs> it and copy it and, yeah. and then have it forever. They have this giant yeah. library of things. And we're watching Time Cop, and I remember when the sex scene with Van Damme and the girl from Ferris Bueller's Day Off popped up. He's like, oh man, I forgot to cut this out because I guess he edited out some of the sex scenes for his because he had three boys or whatever yeah. and he popped up with an afghan and covered up the tv and i was like this is weird like i mean we were like seven eight nine somewhere yeah. in there probably but like it was a weird way to deal with sex so wait he was a he was a uh, he was a pirate he was a pirate but he also cared about he was the a, children he apparently. was a pirate with the heart of gold yeah that's there you kind go. of amazing that's yeah. a, that's a great story well, this is back in the day when there was no harm, no foul. Um, the so movie my, industry just printed money. My 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 understanding was that I don't know how they did it, but parents always had this sort of innate knack that there was a sex scene happening on oh, the television, up. and they would always like I I would I would be down I would be at a friend's house or in a living room or a, a, a basement somewhere watching any kind of movie, and we would be undisturbed for almost the entire duration of it. But a uh, parent would always know exactly when there was like half a tit on screen and come down and say, I brought you boys popcorn. Oh my God, what are you watching? And I don't know how they did that. Yeah. They just knew it was a sixth sense. Like, the wait. music in the movie, it was just like fucking was happening. Yeah, and, and like I think it brought them downstairs like a fucking genie out of a <laughs> lamp. It was like a song. That but was it wasn't like, with your parents when you saw yeah. it. They just no. interrupted it. Yeah, they, they just knew yeah. when to come down there'd be yeah. a tit on screen and they'd find it. Yeah, I, I mine is like as clear as day. I remember it, it was Lethal Weapon two, mm. and I was at my friend. I, it wasn't my parents; it was his parents, and we're all. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the boobs. Oh, so in Lethal Weapon remember 2. Lethal Weapon two. So Lethal Weapon two, like he is. Uh, it's with a German or is it German consulate or like they're 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 killing cops like all over L.A. Yeah, and um and so it's uh, it's Migs is in his trailer on the beach and he befriends the uh, the. Uh, Isn't it Riggs too? Is it Riggs? You said Migs. I think Riggs. Ryan Miggles <laughs> is in this film. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking it's Migs. Okay. Riggs and Murtaugh. Riggs and Murtaugh. Okay, so it's Riggs. He befriends the uh, German or Russian consulate girl, like this really cute secretary who's like this cute little blonde, and uh, they become like friends and whatever. And so she goes back to his trailer, and I'm watching this with my friend Michael in his living room with is his it parents Mike behind me. No. Okay. <laughs> Michael Davidson is his name. It's a can, stupid fucking name. I know. It's great. <laughs> Let's and go so, find him and fuck him you guys, up. You guys remember Lethal Weapon 2 at all? Yeah. yeah. Joe Pesci's finest film. So you I remember, remember the, someone's, you remember the killed, yeah. someone's killed with a surfboard in that movie, right? Surfboard's attached to the top of the car. Oh, and it flies through yeah, and kills fly, them. Yeah, they hit the brakes, it flies off and like yeah. decapitates the guy so, in another car. What's crazy great about gag. that movie is that he has that fucking, he has that huge Ford truck and he like attaches a, tr- a, a chain to like this house pillar and like pulls the house off a cliff. With his goddamn Ford truck, it was hilarious. Anyways, the point is, like, he uh, starts fucking this, like, uh, this this German consulate, whatever girl, and um, and then a bunch of fucking helicopters come and attack the fucking trailer because they're trying to kill him. But there's like full on, like, just boob shots and everything. And I remember I'm sitting there, full and the weird thing was, shot. is like, his parents, his parents did not. That should be like, like uh, rated R for yeah, full, full on boob, boob shots. shots. They didn't stop. Uh. They didn't even. They didn't say a fucking word. Like Bob's. we just, you gotta power through it, man. Yeah, we just sat there and like I could tell they were like. I was like stoked. I was like, because I was, I don't know, I was like 12 at the time. Like this is fucking awesome. This is great, you know. But like I remember, like his parents were just like, 
What do we do? And I could kind of see them moving around. Like, do we stop it? Do we? I want to go. But I, I could hear like the father be like, "No, no, keep playing. I want to see this part." <laughs> like he just wanted to go and see it. Good, of course. So, and so, um, and that was it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was that that German they, they or Russian. It, they just foods. let it fly. They let it fly. That's awesome. Didn't stop it at all. My, uh, my, it, my mom, uh, came to America on a boat when she was 16 years old from no from Southern shit, Italy. Really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, she's straight up immigrant. Came with her her parents, my grandparents. Um, they hear legal. And so you're only some like first generation. Um, yeah, my first generation wow, Italian, dude. American. Um, but they, her parents were very, very xenophobic. Like. Yeah. Um, and by that I mean like they only watch Italian TV. They only talk to Italian people on the phone. They only got Italian newspapers and magazines in the mail. And my mom, like sort of byproduct of that, start. She also subscribed to a lot of the magazines that she read growing up. But as she grew up, she read more magazines. And in Italy, I don't know if this is still true, but I know in the in Italy in the eighties and nineties, their magazines, their like Time magazine, had titties on the cover. Yeah, like yeah, straight cause up, because they don't care. Because it was just like it's tits. Oh, this is a human body, big yeah, deal. It's a human body. So you would get it. Would it made no sense to me because it was like getting a, a news magazine in the mail, and we got them delivered to our house in New Jersey. I can imagine how awesome that would have been. And it was just like it was like Brian, can you get the mail? And I was like, yes. Yeah, I'd open up the mail and it'd be like a Victoria's Secret catalog, and this weird like Italian magazine that was just. Full huge tits on the cover, That's amazing. and I would take both of them and I'd tuck them under my fucking jacket, yeah. and I'd go upstairs and I'd hide them under my bed, and then eventually I'd masturbate to them. Just those, like, but big, eventually, a, a you'd work Italian up to it. Yeah, well, you had to, you had to, you had to earn the freedom. But it would, it would be like B-less. It would be like, like Italian tarot read. No, it's, in the nineties, was like, here's my tits. Also, here's the news. Italian That's the way girls magazines all have work. Real big nipples, don't they? They're That's huge racist. and they, they're great, like big, great huge tits. And this was the nineties where everybody was getting those super weird tits. Jobs like yeah. that was the it was like the PlayStation what? Two of tit jobs. I've never jobs. heard of this. Italian what? girls, yeah. Do I have to research nipples. like '90s tit jobs? Yeah, like, man. I mean, that's that's a, that's a science that is absolutely they didn't look real at all. Over time. Yeah. Do you remember like when you first started watching porn in the 2000s and the girls from the '90s had tit jobs that had those huge scars, scars. underneath? Yeah, yes. I do remember that. Those yeah. don't exist anymore. Like okay. we've evolved. Our technology has. They do improved. it through the belly button now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how they no move, scars. move tits up. Oh, the thing about it painful. is, like, when you're talking about different cultures, I was talking today about this on one of the shows of uh, how people are freaking out about the Hotline Miami stuff and all this violence oh, today. Australia, and, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how it's different culture to culture. How it seems like as soon as you go east, everybody's like cool with sexual stuff, naked bodies. That's normal, but violence is no good. Whereas America is the inverse of that. Yes, violence out the ass, whatever. But if you yeah. start getting into sexual stuff, it gets weird. And uh, there was a great thread floating around Reddit yesterday, and it was called uh, or two days ago and it was just like just another day on the news in Finland and it was like these two anchors at a desk and they're talking in a language I don't understand they're in suits they're all dressed up blah, blah. and then they cut to a thing where it's a uh, two women walk into like an exam room one of them strips naked lays down on the table and the other shaves her vagina and it was totally and they this woman was smoking hot. Like this is like a fetish Ugh. film for most people. But this is just the news elsewhere. I have what no was idea. The news story about. I assume it was like the way it wasn't like this it wasn't how you shave. She wasn't using. She wasn't using like a bic razor. She must have been using some kind of new uh, like, uh, laser uh, or whatever. What uh, so watch like all right? yeah. a new fad for women. Exactly, and it was totally like this is what it is. That's all it is. No big deal. It's a naked yeah. woman. Big I mean, deal. To me, they're they're kind of right. Right? Like, oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, I wish. I think that's a much better. Well, America's pretty strong. Yeah, the patriotism and all like, that stuff. But, like, I mean, if I. If you're I, like I, six year old, can turn on the TV and see, like, women getting their vaginas shaved. 
That that's kind extreme. Of I agree. That's the news, though. Nobody's watching yeah, the news. Is, and it wasn't like spread eagle gross. Watch, turn on the TV and seeing a guy get fucking massacred. I don't think it's worse. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not sure if that's a hundred percent totally cool. Sure. With me. Well, it's I think like just like exposing people. I think though. if you're six, there's a discrepancy law, no matter what, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think like tits are okay. Yeah. Like, if I wrote a book, that would be the title of it. Like, I mean, what's the okay. okay? Brian Altano, tits are okay. What is the okay. first thing a fucking newborn does when, like... Screams, yells. No. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's his No, when he gets home, he sucks on his mom's tit. But if, yeah. you, if you sexualize that's that newborn, yeah. Really, that's yeah, but thing. whatever. It's like, but this you know, wasn't sexualized, it is right? True, this is showing the difference in the, in the line. That it is totally true. If young kids are exposed to sexual stuff too early, it, like, messes with them. It does, yeah. They're not ready for it. That it is does. totally true. It does, but one would argue that uh, a, adults sexualize tits. A tits are not inherently sexual. Tits are part of right. a nurturing process a for a baby. Yeah. yeah. But like when you when you procreate or you have sex through recreation, tits are fucking great. I, I mean, love them. Tits are awesome. I, I just, I'm here. not sure Big I agree fan. because like men are drawn to to tits instinctually because yeah. it's like a symbol of like fertility and like you you you'll be able to provide for it's beautiful. offspring yeah. like so I think I think maybe they are sexual. Well, I mean they're not born sexual. It's not just like check out these sex objects. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just a nude it's a nude body and oh, it's man. something used for nurturing to I love act. fucking boobs so much. I love fucking tits Fuck more yeah. than anybody in the world. Real quick, like, are we talking about fucking them? Or no, I mean I I, I, I mermaid I just, style. I, I love well, fucking tits. I've been too. using I love them. fucking love it. tits, yes, but I just love tits. They're yeah. great. But boobs are fantastic. Question, I do too, and I'm not no downside. No. Yeah. I think I think titty fucking is like the most pointless thing ever. Oh, what are you talking oh, about? It's awesome. God, it's fucking awesome. I think it's the But see, this is the thing. I don't think any girl likes to be titty fucked. I don't think they get any enjoyment out of it. In my experience, girls uh, very often like what satisfies the yeah, guy. Yeah, Damon, Damon yeah. nailed it. So if like, okay, if I know he likes this, that's Well, yeah. it's like sucking dick. It's like, I don't think any woman out there is like, you know, I mean, like, it, a woman does it if she likes it to pleasure her man. Yeah. But you're right. Like, a girl's not getting much out of no, it. No, she's not getting out yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she's it's, doing it for the guy. It's it's a, it's a, kernel, get her of, off. It's a kernel of what I was saying earlier about doing something for the benefit of somebody else and gaining joy from yep. it. Look, we just know. came full circle. Yeah, exactly. that's great. Yeah. It's been so, a great episode. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you know. It's not like you yeah. don't, you don't like, suck dick because it's a, a great time. Call a job for a reason. Yeah. But, like, to lay back on a bed and put your tits out and let the guy fuck them and then come on your neck is probably not the best thing in the world for I like, you to I like to go to down do, on women because I love it when they fucking arch their back and start screaming like fucking mad I think yeah. it's hot as shit it yeah. fucking gets me off I love it it's exactly. awesome so yeah. that's why go. I do it nailed it yeah okay how are we feeling bathroom break break time break bathroom break, break. it went by fast yeah alright Ty, I want to let you know about a new dating app. Please tell me. About. I want to hear about it. It's called, I guarantee you Ty knows about it. Probably know about it. Pair Friends. Nope, don't know about it. Pair Friends? Mm-hmm. So it's just Pair running this. How do you yep. spell that? P-E-E. So, <laughs> let me tell you. It's a mobile application where friends help friends find compatible pairs. But it's spelled like the fruit. P-E-A-R. Pair, P-E-A-R. Pair Friends. P-E-A-R. So I didn't know if you wanted to download it on your phone right now. It's available on iOS and Android. Pair friends. I want to do it now, but I'll, I'll look at it for next podcast. I will report back. Download it right it. now. You Get it right bitch. now, and then report God. back. Well, so I can fill time. The way I understand it is, we we Done. we could all download the app too, and we could help 
fine matches for Ty. Oh my god, that's the way I got it. Yeah. Fantastic, I love this. Yeah. So P E A R. Yeah, friends. Is it one word or two? Two words. Two words for you while they do this, Brian. Uh-huh. I would fuck with you. So Here, hard. I want you to know, <laughs> and I, lo- like, I love. Craig would be like, I like my dad. <laughs> yeah, love is love is wife. They're love great people. Love who? Hold on, there's multiple conversations okay. happening. What's We're happening? We're filling here? time while so. you download the app. What, do you Wait, so what are you on. talking about? Are you talking about something interesting? Yeah, it's a funny story. Okay, he's filling time to show you. But I want to point out something real quick. You just said. You love your dad. And I love his wife. And you my, love his he, wife. She is not my mom. Okay. Can I can I tell you something? Sure. I have worked with you for almost six years. Yeah. And I have done a show with you for I did a show with you for three years. Right. And then this one. Top monthly. to bottom. Yeah. And a month. Yeah. Um and I've never heard you mention your dad. And I've never pressed you on it before. That's either. fine. I, I love my father. I have heard him mention his dad. Okay. But and here's probably one of the reasons why. To show you how well my father know, knows me and my and his, his wife know me, you, you want to guess what they sent me for Christmas? What? A box of pears. No wow. way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> for the leader of Team Fat, they're like, here's this thing of pears. I'm like, oh, Did really? Thanks, guys. I That's got the awesome. app, by the way. Did you shoot an unboxing video? <laughs> no. we. I, I left them on the table to rock because I was off to a convention. <laughs> I had to go somewhere. When... When did how does it look, Ty? Use your roots, plant the seed, and watch the relationship bloom. Mm, I like pairs. Find a pair, browse friends of your friends to find your perfect pair. (laughs) So that's a login with Facebook. I'm doing it now. I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, try it out. I'll I'll download the app or whatever, and I'll start finding matches. I like the idea of a a curated list of Damon for girls Ty should be banging out with. Yeah. Did you say banging out with? I'm banging out with. Oh, okay. I'm gonna invite. Who should Bang I? Out with you. I don't want to invite anyone. I like how you described it like it's a a, a DJ set list. Bang like out yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the rotation. The, the go Damon. from this song to this song. This is your curated list from Damon Hatfield. That's Becky the way is 26 and two some So uh, none of my friends are on this app. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a problem. So I'll, I'll download it too. We'll help you out. We'll help okay, you. Okay. Cool. And all actually, the listeners should. Let's put out a call for all the listeners to yeah. download the app. Pair friends. Pair friend. It's iOS P-E-A-R. and Android. A-R. Yeah. So there's another one I wanted to talk about, too. Well, should I talk about it It's going to take now? a long time because we want to get some more emails. You're really bad at doing sponsorships. You we're only talking <laughs> about am, Pair Friends. I'm not going to. Okay. Available on iOS and Android. Okay, listen. People write. We people, are not sponsored by Pair Friends. We are not. your fucking money, Pair Friends. <laughs> okay, hey. People support us. Let's go to the emails. Yeah. This is Maxwell. He says, I'm a 22-year-old student. In my last semester of college as an animation major. Cool. Yay. It is cool. You sounded very... Yay. There was an awkward silence and Craig and I filled it because that's what Craig and I do. Pound out yeah. Craig. We know when to alleviate the silence. Brian, if you happen to be in this week, sure. I want to give you a special thank you. Oh, great. Your tough love approach to being healthy gave me the will to gradually lose 80 pounds. Aww. Holy shit. Jesus. This is like, this is like the, the second guy. Remember that Shrek guy who changed his life? You I make people lose weight. Like three times. Yeah. And all three times, there has been a morbidly obese I, guy who you've been so mean to, he lost 100 pounds. <laughs> I, I average about 80 pounds per show of yeah. mean weight. Yeah. Jesus. Just like shaking it off using nothing but so hatred. tough love <laughs> works. Yeah, it doesn't work on me. That's oh, shut up. Like, you're so fucking fat. You know what's better I'm like, than no, a... I'm like, no, I'm on that weird, you know, you're skateboard fine. ramp between fat and, and skinny. You know, there's... I would never describe you as fat. Thank Neither you. would I. Thank you. Nor, would I, By way, nor would I describe Greg no as fat No one in this anymore. fucking room I would describe as fat. I know you like to say team no, fat all the got, fucking got time, got but you're not fat at all. Sorry, I got more chins than you. No. This is good, though. Yeah, as it shakes after you hit it. This is really good. Those are stretch marks. Those are real stretch marks. I don't just put those on for shows. They're really there. 
Wow. All right, now on to this question. I thought you bought that to sell T-shirts. <laughs> on to Maxwell's question. With your help, I've become much more versed in dating and relationships. However, one thing has been bugging me lately. I'll see a pretty girl, yeah. chatter up, and on occasion ask for a number. I've noticed that I, as I've become more experienced, after I get her number or go on one date, I will quickly lose interest. As a result, I try to only go after the girls that really move me from the get-go. Do you think I've got the right idea? Yes. I feel yeah. like I'm only asking them as a way to prove to myself that, yeah, I've got game. Mm. I'd hate to be losing out on some quality dating, but I feel like I'm wasting other person's time if I don't have that nervous butterflies kind of feeling early on. Yeah. So this is, this. I mean, this is interesting as like the only single man here that has to deal with this kind of crap on a day-to-day basis. I think that... Um, it's kind of crap. No, I think he has a legit point. I I understand exactly how you feel because I will – there will be times, not often because I've kind of matured through age and and don't worry about it as much. But there will be times where, like, I will get a girl's number and just for the sake of getting it, just to know that I still can. Mm -hmm. It's like almost like window shopping, right? You're like, I want to see if I can get her number. And then I'll get it and then – I'll never call her. Spoilers, Ty. Ever. You still can. <laughs> hey, somehow I'm only getting better looking with age. I wonder if I can get this girl's number with my successful job. No, but... In my cool um, San Francisco apartment. <laughs> on a serious note, though, I understand how he feels. How old is he? Did he say? 22. 22. Okay. Um, obviously, a lot younger than me. But um, I think uh, I think it goes back a lot. I was thinking a lot, again, about you said last, pack, last podcast, where you talked about, like, the multiple like of choice, like how much, ma- how many options do you have, and how that can kind of like, kind of deter you at least, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a little bit. I I believe that. I think that's a hundred percent true. I think that like a, uh, I even think like in a in a city like San Francisco where it's you know, it's a lot of congestion. It's a lot of people in a small area. There's a lot of you know obviously there's tons of dating apps now and whatnot. Like it's it's kind of crazy, right? It's almost pair overkill. friends. Pair friends, Pair friends. Tinder, okay iOS Cupid, and Android whatever. devices. Yeah. It's free. The league. The there's like there's there's Pair so many of them. It's crazy. So like I <laughs> understand knocking boots. <laughs> I understand. Um, <laughs> I understand how he feels. I do. I get it because I, I I don't. He's probably just not meaning like like. But yes, I, I think that grab um, him, like, like I think really what it boils down to, and this is I, I'll give you some great advice here. When you meet somebody, great. Advice. Really, Finally, no, seriously, re- really pay attention to how you feel, and I don't mean like. Don't like sit there and try like think about how you feel. Like, th- like take note of how your body is. Like when you meet someone that you like, you will tend to be like out of breath a little bit. Are you a little bit of are pressure? You a little bit. Well, that too clearly. But like I'm talking about are like you, more are like you piercing through the table. There you go. With yeah. Your <laughs> um, you will know. You will just know. Like if you if you are very acute and yeah. in, in touch with your feelings, if you can externalize how you feel in a healthy way, like if you can just see like. Like, like, do you feel short of breath? Is your breathing increasing? Like, is like, do you feel hot? Do you feel winded? Like, like, do you feel tingly? You like take none of that shit. That's so, important. So I, I think I, I'm, I'm totally, yeah. I'm totally where you are. Yeah. But I, I, I want to add that I, I think that mm. it's not always that immediate. It isn't. But it is yeah. immediate when you hate someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like it's, it's, it's not. True. Yeah. It's there's very seldom instances in in the history of, of our species where somebody can say I despise this person almost nearly immediately, yeah. and then from there it evolved into the most trusting, beautiful bountiful relationship in, yeah. that I've, I've ever experienced. But some people are just sort of passively like, yeah, she was cool, but, you know, 
I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, that, really that's there. a thing. But and then from there, it's sort of like the seed gets planted and it grows and grows and grows. It happened. It happened with my wife where I I met her at a party and she 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 identified that uh, I had a New Jersey accent and we started talking. Um, but I didn't really see it right in front of me. And I then for two or three years, I went and dated other people. But we reconnected. Really? You're, yeah. You didn't I know, know that? I was like that. that. Sorry. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I I'm, thought you brought her to uh, No. Well, so I, when I, I first – I met her when I first moved here. But I had just taken a job at IGM, which I was very, very focused and very serious on. And I wasn't really thinking I gotta be, about – got to be focused on this joke job. I got a lot of jokes to write for GameSpy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I got to do this shit and blah, 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 blah. But no, I, I moved across the country for this new thing. Mm-hmm. And like I had new rent and new apartment, new city and blah, blah, blah. And I met this girl who was really cool. But it, I didn't immediately go like, she's the one. But yeah, sure. I did say like, wow, she's really, really cool. And she's really funny. And yeah. there's I, a girl's never made me laugh the way she makes me laugh. But she called me up one day. I don't know if I've ever told this story in the show. She called me up one day and she goes, um... Hey, what are you doing? I got your number from like a friend of a friend. And my friends from New Jersey had just come to visit me. And I said, I can't hang out with you today. My friends are in town. We just ordered food. Can I call you when we're done eating? And I called her three years later. <laughs> so that's a a big meal. <laughs> By the way, Basically. can she care? Don't wait three yeah, years to call somebody she... when you get their number. No, of course she cared. But, like, you know, I went and dated other people. She went and dated other people. And then I reconnected with her at a party. And I saw her. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I never called you back. I got caught up in my career and my world and my life. And I didn't see immediately that, like, you know, that that, that was a good person right there trying to reach out and be cool. Yeah. So. Because um, it wasn't your first date, first date at the Christmas party? Yes. Okay. So I said I have a Christmas party coming up. IGN throws a Christmas party every year. I'd I like. That I'd party, like. By the way. I'd, yeah. I'd like you yeah. to come. Where with it was me. this year? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'd like you to come with me, and she did, and we totally reconnected. So this, the moral there is that, like, immediately I did not see right in front of me that there was somebody that yeah. would be the person I want to undoubtedly spend the rest of my life with. But it took some mistakes and some coercion. You had to grow up. I yeah, had to yeah. grow up a little bit to really get that, but. Back to my original thing, had I hated her immediately, I'd probably hate her more now. Yeah, I think I, I think the point though is like when you felt those feelings, mm-hmm. you identified with them. You were able to externalize them and know like, okay, I actually like this person. Has anyone here ever hooked up with someone they hate? No, oh, the hate fuck. Not even a, a hate fuck. Just like I've I've hate I hate made out with. What somebody about like once. an What about like an ex? What if you just like hate fucked an ex? I know that feeling. Okay. Yeah, Does where you're count? just. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. Totally. Because you're you know you're already getting away from it. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a real thing. I just haven't done it. Yeah. Damon I would love say fucks. my piece of advice for Ricky da- Daniel <laughs> Joseph. Ricky Daniel Joseph. Bobby. What's his name? I've already deleted the email. I thought we were moving on. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's okay. move on. <laughs> okay. This I, I, is I was gonna staunchly disagree, but we I don't tell you this enough. But I love when you just call any name you don't know, Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, I love. I, I kind of wanted to hear what your Ricky. advice was. <laughs> I was gonna say, always remember that the first date you have with someone, it's not a good impression of them at all. Yeah, you're very nervous. You're uncomfortable. They're very nervous. They're uncomfortable. Always, always go on two dates. That's mm-hmm. a good. That's yeah. that's actually really good advice. I don't know how many times I went on dates with girls, and I have a rule where, like, when I was single, I would always go on a second date with yeah. someone. Really? And my opinion of them changed drastically. Yeah. Because they're everyone's nervous and uncomfortable the yeah. first time. You're never like totally upfront and honest 
on a first date, you know? That's that's amazing. I've literally never heard that from anybody. Yeah. That's, I do that's a dates, great strategy. Girls are way more relaxed. Like, they're way more open. Like, you can tell much more of their sense of humor. Like So you automatically gave every first date a second date no matter what, no matter who or what? I would say 90% of the time. Okay. Like, there were a few where I was just like, no way nope. in hell. No way in hell. Yeah. But, yeah, almost always. All right. Anyway. Moving on. This is Slick Rate. Slick Rate? Can you share some of the smoothest moves you've pulled off in the past while planning for Valentine's Day? Uh, something, Jesus. Something that your special lady or dude remembered why you're such an awesome partner. This could be helpful for anyone in new relationships scrambling for Valentine's Day ideas. So I wanted to say, in my experience, girls will very often say they don't care about Valentine's Day. They think it's stupid. When... In actuality, That's they actually do care test. about it. That yeah. is a fucking They test. actually do <laughs> care about it. <laughs> yeah. And yep. want you to do something. But this you is why I'm still single. But the good news, are easy. The good news is that, like, if you just, like, make dinner for her, you, first of all, you have to get her flowers. You have to get her flowers on Valentine's Day. And then you could just, like, you can make it a, a night in if you, like, make her dinner and, like, watch a movie. That's yeah. totally cool. But you have to do something. See, yeah. this is where I will adamantly, like, disagree with you on every fucking level. All right. Like, I think that, um, and and the best thing I did with my, uh, my ex-girl, I mean, well, you could probably make an argument about why she's my ex-girlfriend now because I did this, but uh, we would laugh at people on Valentine's Day all the time. We're like you're all fucking morons. Like you, you take one day out of the year to celebrate. Your are you love in? For are each you other. in a tower on like a balcony while lightning yes. is striking you know, behind you? Yes. You're all fucking idiots. <laughs> They're a so let me just being off. Let me tell you about Valentine's Day. First of all, it's a bullshit holiday made up by Hallmark to just sell more stop. fucking Everyone green cards. We know this. Everyone no, knows and, this. And, but I'm listen. This is, I feel passionate. But about how do this. people feel? But. People have to actually deal with their girlfriends. Tell your fucking girlfriend to shut the fuck up, and also, it is a bullshit holiday. Everyone, Don't terrible man, you're very right angry. Right really, really bad Bull, advice. Bullshit really holiday. Really bad advice. And by the way, here's what I do. This, this, is, what, this is what I do. Let's go back to what advice I was giving. Take a page from Ty. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate the day before Valentine's Day. Be like, hey, I'm so good for you. We're going to celebrate on the How 13th. is that not a bullshit holiday? No. That's the same thing. It, no, no, I'm just saying. That's Ty celebrating roots. Celebrate the same day celebrate before Valentine's Day. It's a holiday you'd have Don't made celebrate up Valentine's bullshit. Day. <laughs> just surprise your girlfriend with flowers one day when it's not Valentine's Day, like I when she's not expecting it. You know? Okay, so hold that's on. what I mean by it. By hold the on. way, you're, you're, there's some yeah. truth you're dropping. I think no, it's inc- all truth. Listen, hold on. You're speaking in absolutes. It's I incredibly am. important while we speak in absolutes to identify the fact that the fucking gas station teddy bear with the piece of shit velour. Uh, Fucking heart, heart duct yeah, tape yeah. to his his yeah. chest that you buy for seven ninety five with a yeah. rose that comes with it. It's one of the most like just b- nonsensical, mm. g- completely empty gestures you can hand a significant other. Period. That's a that's a bad way to do Valentine's Day. But I think the way Damon outlined it of of just sort of being like do something, do something like yeah, flowers is like... nice, dinner is nice, plan something. But yes, also like as we both outlined earlier. Do that more than just Valentine's Day. Like, outline those things a few times throughout the year. I know historically exactly where you are right now. Good. You are in mid-January. You are in the 30-day countdown to a bullshit holiday that you are not tethered to a single no, human even being I, for. Even when I had and a girlfriend, though. that means that Valentine's Day sucks. Thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Even when I had a girlfriend for four and a half fucking years, like we, but like the reason why we got along so was well because we made fun of those fucking people. We're like, look at these dumb fucks spending all their goddamn money stressing out about how they're gonna fucking please or like appeal their lover on a fucking like time. I, day. But like, it means absolutely said, bullshit. Ty, you it's made up by fucking corporations that are trying to sell you greeting cards. Ty, so like it's, like it's full of shit. It's so full you make, of shit. So you make dinner for your girlfriend. It makes her happy. Yeah, on it's a, fine. Other, like do it on another day. It's do it on like, any other. Just make day. sure you do it that day, too. No, don't do it that day. Fuck. Why? Do not listen to me. Listen to me, fuckers. Don't fucking do it that day. <laughs> listen do to not me, fucking fall to the man. My Fuck f- the man. This is, Fuck that bullshit. This okay. is one of the few times when I wish this was a video podcast so we could have just had a slow-moving close-up on Baradon and it was <laughs> arms crossed, like, not agreeing <laughs> with anything I say. Do not listen. Do, listen. You guys... Well, first of all, you guys are listen all in relationships. You're all... Hey, listen. Maybe do not that's why. Fall for the fuck. No, I understand that's why. I get that part. That that could be very well why I'm single. I understand that. I'm saying that do not feel like you have to be pressured into doing that kind of shit for your fucking lover. Do it lover. on and you can you can shower the person you love with flowers and gifts and dinner any fucking day of the year. In fact, but you not should do it day. more. Don't do it that day. But that's a, that's a, don't that's do it that a, day. That's just a reverse holiday. No, fuck that day. You put in a reverse holiday in the calendar. Yeah, exactly. You're a fake hallmark. No, You're a reverse fuck hallmark. that that's day. Don't, and by the way, don't get her a fucking card. Like, don't do that, especially. I'm with you on cars. cars don't get her a card. Uh, cars like, are bullshit. Time out. You care. know what's a cute thing to do? You get the stupid like Ninja Turtle Valentine's Day and you just give her one of those. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't care if you give her flowers or take her out to dinner. If you're gonna fall to like this, like you know, like we have to like. That's fine. You can fall to the hive and like take her out to this fucking nice restaurant where they're just gonna up all Uber charges and restaurant reservations and all this other bullshit. Don't get her a card. Do not get her a card. Wait, hold on. Why are you thinking? Under of- any circumstance, just do not get her Ty, a card. Ty, you're thinking of this shit in absolutes, right? Man, no. Man, listen. You don't can make, get her a fucking you can card. You make dinner. Don't get her a card. You can walk to a restaurant. That's fine. You could do a bunch of things. That's you could not have given her a card. Just you could do a, a lot of things that don't equate yeah. naturally to a $10,000 Please don't get her a card. Ty, let me ask you yes. this. Let's say, let's say you were dating somebody. Yes. And on Valentine's Day, yes. you made her dinner. Yes. And it made her really happy. Yes. What? Have you lost nothing, nothing at that point? Nothing. So what at if all. she goes tired? He doesn't want the satisfaction of Hallmark execs in their I don't big want, office. I don't want Hallmark. Dinner. I don't want it. I, listen, here's my only my only suggestion. Don't get her a card. That's it. Make her dinner. Give her flowers. Take her to a fucking nice romantic whatever. I don't care. Don't get her a card. All right. I'm glad we brought you down a little bit because like four don't minutes ago, you, you were like, like yeah. do not do anything. <laughs> you're like, do Bob not Rock acknowledge it. that this day exists. I just see your love on this day. Hide her in shadows. But here's the deal, though. The reason why I'm so like the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because there's no day on this planet that makes people feel like shit more than Valentine's Day when they don't have anybody in their lives. You never fucked somebody while you were single on Valentine's Day, you huge idiot. No, I did. It's should clean be up nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. easy for you to hook yeah, up with somebody on Valentine's Day. No, I know yeah. I did, but like I don't the, think we felt that bad about it. No, we felt great. Are you talking about women? Yes, especially yeah. women. I think that I think that the 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 whole concept of Valentine's I don't think it affects men as nearly as bad as it affects women. I think that women are far more sensitive to this shit than men are. Like, I I, I see poor women all the time. They're just like, I don't poor, have a date. Like homeless women? 
No, like, okay, you know what I fucking mean. Like, I just see women, like, who are, who are just, like, they're just depressed because they don't have anyone for Valentine's Day. Do you know, it's like, like, fucking A. Like, 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 that fucking day is any different than the fucking Tuesday of last week. It's not at all look, whatsoever. You, you, you know? have a phenomenal idea yeah. at the core, right? And then it, it, it's, totally. it's then. And this is why I love Tyrut. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, you really I do. Totally You're like, there's there's something in all of this that I completely agree with. And it's the, it's the dozen roses card bear with the fucking heart on his chest Don't bullshit. Do that shit. Like it's just so like love you baby doesn't mean anything. There's no thought <laughs> no, it behind it. Man. What I got you the restaurant the revive the th- you can have whatever. <laughs> like it's so it's completely soulless. And I totally get that. Yeah. And you're fighting a war against a good cause right there against those people and you're right there and I, I'm with you. But I think that like the very good natured version of a holiday like that which is intimate and using it as excuse to sort of do something nice as an impetus that should sort of lead to versions where you keep doing that throughout the year is good. It's inherently good to do something good for somebody else because you're selfless. It's like That's being fine. pissed off at Father's Day. Yeah. No, like, it should be the be day before Father's Day, but fathers should not. There's but don't get your father a card. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's people that get really depressed on Father's Day who's Fathers have passed away. Yeah. Like, well, that. Well, thing. but that's a whole. Yeah, and you can't just go fuck thing. a dad well, at the bar. Would be how it's fucking different. Your father. I mean, like, okay, yeah. What if when your it's... wife died on Valentine's Day? Now I want to give a shit. I'd be more <laughs> sad about my wife dying. Yeah. Here at the end, it would have, it would have right. nothing to do with Valentine's. What if you're Jamie? What if, what if she died going out to get the card from the PO box you never sent? How about this? How about this? How about we move on and I distract Ty with this next email where the subject is. The subject is Ty. Ty Root changed my life. Oh. What? <laughs> I'm from the future, and I didn't buy a card. Yeah. I now go. <laughs> I now celebrate Valentine's Day on the 13th. All I advise is just don't buy a Hallmark card. That's all you need to say. Moving on. That's fine. That's it. We're moving on. I'm moving on. I moved on. I moved on. Continue. Alex <laughs> says. Alex. Hey, Damien. I was thoroughly on Damie? team. I was thoroughly on team fat. Greg Miller coined that and that. Uh, Got okay. it. Okay. I was like, what? Before I finally took Ty's general advice to get into shape. Yo, Alex, fuck you. It's really <laughs> helped boost my confidence around women, and Do I have you both just call everyone this. fat on this show all the time? No. Okay. I mean, right. I'm legitimately upset he quit team. I have so this amazing show to thank. Okay. Just so wanted to fat. show my appreciation. So before, before okay. photo. I want to see. This is the before photo. Okay, just don't wear fucking tank tops like that. That's you fucking idiot. I'm just saying, but... but Hey, I'm wearing this horizontal striped tank top. Why do I look big? This is the after photo. Wow, he looks really good. He does look good. I'd fuck him. He's got a loofah in his shower. This selfie with the phone is covering your face is kind of weird. I mean, that's a very douchey photo. Well, that's because he's sending it to a chick and he doesn't want it pop up. Very douchey. And by the way, don't block your fucking face. Smile on your photograph. Look at the fucking biceps, We don't do that. Huh? We don't smile on our photographs. I've been smiling more. I've been doing a lot more. I think it's okay not to smile. But like that, but like that, that's not cool. What's this? This is another, uh, just a third photo. Is that he just lo- he just looks good. He looks good, he right? Looks good. Yeah, hey, yeah. that's in LA. We know where that is. Our Staples Center. Is good, yeah. <laughs> this is the giant Staples Center sign. That's <laughs> <laughs> LA. It's like the Space Needle. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that before. It's that's yeah. one of their little niche like hot pot spots. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Like, wait, I love it. So there. like he. That's I love that we actually. There are times where I, I go. Well, what back did you to this. do to change life? I have life. no fucking idea. I talk about called... fucking bitches and sucking D's. Uh, no, I, I've I, these <laughs> things are so far apart and so far. I don't. I don't remember. You talked about doing crunches on the way to work while drinking muscle. Maybe milk. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he has gotten in shape. But here's the deal: get in shape for you. 
don't like i mean that's fine we we could be a catalyst to kind of get you into that direction that's fine whatever but like do it for yourself most so, of the changes we make in life are not for ourselves talking about like with the conversation we had at dinner quit smoking me and you both have the same problem yeah we're not going to quit smoking for us mm-hmm. like no. you got to do it for someone else you're right like big that's... life changes usually aren't inborn yeah but nothing. i think i don't know i mean i just i think that a lot of people do lose weight for them. It should be for you, yeah. but it, typically it's an outside motivation. <laughs> this next email is going to be kind of deep. We're going to oh, get into shit. some deep oh, shit here. Shit. Here we go. We're just enough strap up in everybody. By the way, if you all want to know, this is the time right now where it's just it's going to go downhill from here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really the whole screaming match from Tyroot didn't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been going for 3 hours, guys. This guy says, "Fuck anonymity. Here's my stats. My name is Chris Copeland. I'm 20 years old. I'm single. I'm attending college for computer science. I like doing crunches and drinking muscle milk. Ah, oh, he's another Tyroot devotee. Man, we're like best buds. Man, story of my life. <laughs> he says, I, l- I recently broke up with my girlfriend of three years. No. Since she decided to go sleeping around. No, oh, that fucking whore. jerk. What the bridges slut. are burned. I'm on the road to recovery. That's what's Good up. For you, I'm man. taking some time to myself because I'd like to work on myself and I have some issues that I... Some, I have some trust issues. Sorry. Trust. Well, obviously. And I now have, I'm now enjoying the single life for a bit, diving back in. I'm correcting for his bad grammar. That's fine. My question to you is, <laughs> what are some things you guys have done to expand your horizons and help you flesh out yourself as a person? I've been considering taking a semester abroad, but I'm not sure if I can justify the funds yet. Yeah. So... First of all, I think studying abroad is a fantastic idea. You did it. For everybody. I, I did, did it. it. Yeah. yeah. Greg, you go? Greg did it too, right? No. Did you d- I went to France for like a school trip for like, you know, 14 days or whatever. Oh, okay. But Where'd I wasn't go, like abroad, abroad. I went to Japan. For how long? For a summer. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was great. How old were that you? That was totally, it was in college. It was totally life-changing event. Oh, that's yeah. really, I really did not even know that. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, South of France for the same thing, summer. I did London. It was basically like America. Mm-hmm. But a lot of bangers. But worse food. Yeah, the food's so bad there. <laughs> Although bangers and mash, just mashed potatoes with giant sausages in it. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that changed that, the fucking game for me. <laughs> an incredible idea. Yeah. I don't know why that has not really caught on here. I know, right? You see more people doing it. I think. By all means, that should be an American staple. I should have that shit for breakfast. Yeah, I think studying abroad is an awesome. Traveling thing in that general, I do. think, is yeah. the best best way to kind of expand your worldview. Obviously, yeah. you know, like it's just good to it's good to realize that your circle, your small circle of friends, what you guys think is cool and what you guys think is right and wrong is yeah. most of the time not what the rest of the world thinks. Yeah. So, like, don't think that your circle is, by any stretch of the imagination, the coolest shit in the world. I, I want to say, too, that you don't have to go to Europe or Japan no, to experience all. that. Nope. Like, go you, to a different state, even yeah, a different go city. Go to a sometimes. different, sometimes a different county. Or read a yeah. book. Like, oh, there, there are so many people who just stay where they are because it's safe and it's comfortable and everyone around them uh, understands them to an extent and they understand everything in reverse. But... Like, yeah, get on a plane, get in a car, get on a train, go somewhere that you haven't been, even for a weekend. And look at it. Look look, look at places you might want to move to someday. Like, yeah. the problem with staying where you've always been is that you sort of 
permeate this problem that your parents started and that you'll pass on to your kids. Like your kids will be like, I can't move because dad's lived here and grandpa's lived here and all of a sudden you're stuck here forever. Or they'll be the total opposite and rebel against it. Yeah. And they'll move to fucking Thailand and never come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to, you know, I mean, take baby steps across the world, you know, like go try things and be places you haven't been before. It's well, so, so important. So let me ask you this. Is it important to you guys to be rel- well-rounded human beings 100 percent. yeah well and so what do you guys do to like make sure that you are be i read like like, like, make sure you spend time with people who have different interests than you Mm -hmm. you and different points of view by the way yeah it's like don't always hang out with people that are only into the same shit that you're into i I think it's like a big a big part of it is really just leaving the house like that it's that simple that just yeah that just kind of naturally happens once you yeah, explore. But I mean, that so happens in San Francisco. It does, but <laughs> but if you're in like other parts of the country, it doesn't. Leaving have the house is the same. It's as very being difficult. in the house, right? And, and like I think it's a lot of it is like you know. So we have like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime yeah. and all these other things. Get all these uh, satisfactory, amazing uh, beacons of entertainment get beamed to you, yeah. and you can sit there and you can be like, "What'd you do this weekend? I marathon through a show. Okay, cool." But what did you do this weekend? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Like when you don't go anywhere, nothing happens. Like you have to go outside. You have to go interact with people. Like that is that's the way the world's always no. worked. And sort of burrowing down to this funnel, like it's is dangerous. And I think that like going out and experiencing things, it makes you a better writer, it makes you a better artist, it makes you a better thinker and speaker, and it lets you uh, go face to face with problems that you've never had before. And all of a sudden you have a better worldview because you didn't just Sit in front of a screen, and yeah. that's it's so easy to do that now. It's if so easy. I've been there. If your entire worldview is based around your Twitter feed mm-hmm. and what all your friends on Twitter think, it's really, really bad. Uh-huh. Really well, it bad. becomes like a, a echo chamber. It's toxic. Yeah. yeah, you want to avoid that. I think that by educating yourself and experiencing life. I mean, obviously, not everybody has the privilege of like being able to go travel abroad and, yeah. and whatnot and experience new cultures. That's really hard and expensive to do. I totally get that. But you can still read about it. You can watch about it. You can talk to people. Um, one of the greatest things I ever did was move to California. Yeah, I mean, by far from Texas. You know, like where I was, where I was, you know, raised. Then you did it again. I did. But then I came <laughs> back. But the thing was, is I learned a lot just coming back. Can I ask you, you something? Know? Yeah. What was your routine like before you moved to California? How long? You, how long did you live in Texas? Your whole uh, life, right? My whole life until I was 18. Okay, so when you were 18, your routine was... My routine was like... well, it, High school. I had a very different life than most people in Texas, though. Like, I went to a very multicultural high school with, mm-hmm. like, tons of, like, different kinds of people. Like, I, I was very different because, again, my high school was just very, like, unique. It was like... It, there was, like, you had a giant mixture of Asians, whites, blacks, uh, Hispanics, um, you know, Persians, Indians, etc. Like, it was a very... Large multicultural high but school, you, so but for you me moved, it wasn't a big deal. But you moved here when you were eighteen. I moved. I moved it. I moved to Colorado when I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So and then you I got up to, and left. I did. I was like, I want to see what life is like outside the city of Texas. Because I did, left. Did you go to school in Colorado? Get an Asian yeah, for kid a year. in our high school. And then you went back to Austin senior year. And California freaked people out. And your eyes really? Yeah. Yeah. So you never went to University of Texas. No. Really? That's kind of just the South in general. Yeah. I remember. I distinctly remember like that being like a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, I just remember my experiences. I had Latino friends in elementary school, but we didn't have an Asian kid till junior high. Anyway, 
that's just that's, that's just it. Kansas. I, you're, yeah, you're Midwest. Yeah, that's just Kansas. I moved. Yeah, I moved from the East Coast when I was like 27 to 28, and obviously I lived in New York City and moved around a little bit. But yeah. um, I I reached this point where I realized like I could live in Northern New Jersey and I could spend a hundred thousand dollars before I die at the same five dive bars, waiting for the same 25 nebulous girls I invented in my head to walk in and talk yeah. to me, or I could get up and leave. Yeah. And that was a very big distinction for me, to not just sit there and go, like, this is where I'll live and die. There was this one bar I went to all the time where in the corner of it, there were these, I sat there one day, and it was amazing to me, there were these brass name labels. And I asked the bartender one day, "Who? what are these names? And he was like, oh, they're, those are the, the three amigos. And I was like, who are the three amigos? And he was like, well, these are three guys that came here every single day at noon. And they drank until five, and they left. Jesus Christ. And one by one, they all died. And when <laughs> they died, we put their names in the corner of the bar. And I looked down at that bar, and I was like, I never want to be... The three amigos. <laughs> One of the I don't ever want to be the fourth, fifth, or twelfth, or eightieth. Yeah, name they all on died at bar. like thirty-five, thirty-six. Yeah, it was just like, and you know, like they got drunk with a mailman who shouldn't have been drinking. We <laughs> were day drinks, right? Yeah. And I looked at the situation and I was like, this is not what I want to be, and I have to leave yeah. because there's nothing left. There's it's the blood in the stone, you know, like you twist it until there's nothing left. And I was like, this is my time to go. But I mean, I don't think there has to be anything negative or bad that catalysts you into that kind of point of view. Of course, like, I mean, yeah. of course, like I mean, for me, like, again, like I said, I went to a very Houston, Texas, which is where I went to high school. Girl is stuff. a very, very like diversity, mm -hmm. like extremely diverse. Like I mean, that's why I think it has to this day, and I will die believing this as the best food in the fucking world. In the country, by far, at least the country. What? Look yes. at how upset Damon is. Yeah. Everybody look at Damon. Over, I, I over. already had this conversation. You with live Ty. in yep. fucking San Francisco. I think the food in better Houston is better than New York. Than New York. I think it's be and by the way, I fucking hate Houston, Texas. I do not like it. I think it's a shitty town. But why the is best, the food so great? Because you have such a diverse population. I think it's I and I believe that. I'm I'm sorry. I just, look how upset Damon is. Really hard. You're to upset. Believe. That's fine. I've been to New York. I've lived here, I've been to Europe, I've been to Chicago, I've been to like all these places. To me, the best, like if you want a variety of food and it's amazing, I think Houston, Texas is the place to be. Now listen, that's fine. I don't want to get off on a tangent. All I'm saying though is that I grew up differently in the sense of like lots of different cultures and diversity like in Just Houston. because your mom brought home tikka masala once a week doesn't that's, mean that's, <laughs> that's not why though. I'm like, I mean, like, I mean, she never brought home I'm tikka joking. masala. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, that's my mother. You've met her. <laughs> but the hey, thing Ty is, brought home Nick Masala. But, um, the thing is <laughs> that uh, that you, that you can just you can just desire to to learn more and mm -hmm. to like want to experience what life is outside of your reading newspaper. Zone. Yeah. I think the worst people I know who exist in the world and who are alive hmm. are the, like just the worst, just garbage people. Brendan and I, you are the people that never left their hometown ninety yep. percent of the time. Yeah. Because they just have this totally narrow view of the world. Like, this is all I've ever been exposed to, so this is the way the world works. Like, anything else? No, fuck you. Wrong. Yep. Like, they're typically yep. the worst people. I think that's where, like, most of bigotry, hatred, racism, a lot of that stems from. Because it's just yeah. like, what do you mean there's a new thing that I don't get? <laughs> this, got, this episode got deep. Yeah. yeah. I usually told does. you. I told you. It's a deep, 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 deep issue. Here's the thing. This is a... Uh... 
Here's the thing. Here's I'm just trying thing. to see if he wants to be anonymous. But this is David. He David. says, I'm attending a speed dating event next week. Oh, I've done, done that. Before. And this email is from 10 hours ago. So this is Holy shit. So the clock is ticking. And I want to know your opinions about them. You know, if they're good or just a waste of time. It would be great if you can give me some tips that I could use. I've never done it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. the start show, Geek Love, which was a speed dating at New York Comic Con. It didn't seem successful for any of them. Yeah. Mm-mm. I've done it. And and uh, and the speed dating biggest issue with me was uh, it depends how many people are present at the speed dating event. Um, the problem with me is that there were twenty women, fifteen guys when I went to it in San Francisco, and you have five minutes with each person. Uh, I can tell you right now, uh, spending five minutes with twenty different people back to back is insane. That's exhausting. It's one of the most mentally exhausting things you can possibly go through. And by the time you get to the last person, I promise you, you will not remember the name of the first person you talked to. Mm-hmm. It's like 300 minutes. It's crazy. So uh, it's if you can do it like, like 10 people, that would be ideal. you know. But it's all about how many people are there. It's crazy. It's nuts. Like, I mean, by the end of the night, they always ask the guys, like, pick the three girls you like the most. And it, at the end of the night, I'm just like... I, I just start writing down like fake names. Do you I'm feel like, like you inherently just picked who you thought were the hottest at that point? No, what I picked was like I picked the because <laughs> well, I mean like how do you get that's, to know that's someone? That's probably in five what's going to so, stick with your memory. Here's that. here's a problem with online dating. At least when I did it, was that they give you a card, right? And you're supposed to write down speed the, dating. You mean not yeah, online? Sorry, dating. Okay. speed dating. You're supposed to write down the woman's name that you're speaking with, and then there's like a. Like a, they they want to help you by giving you like a chart to feel like like what was her attractiveness level what was her intellect level like they like in, it, it's a grading scale intellect. right whatever I don't remember the point was that like sounds like an X Men card the point is you're grading them as you talk to them which I think her is the most degrading <laughs> thing in the fucking world like I don't want to sit there and like talk to a woman and just be like oh I didn't like that answer no or I like that answer yes. I just think it's kind of like disrespectful. I didn't like it. So yeah, like, but Ty, then what do you? Fa- why you you, really, you should be grading them on how big their tits are. Yeah, but the problem that is, was a like, joke from Damon. Everybody, that was a joke. Hello. Yeah. The problem was that, like, I just felt it was kind of <laughs> shitty to like sit there and have this woman talking to me, and then having to sit there and just like mark things on this card. So like, I wrote their names down, hundred percent, but like, I didn't really write anything else down. I wrote their names well, down. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. incredibly binary. It's like, oh, I really enjoyed patient number 227654. Yeah. So was the, amazing. So at the end of the night, I had all the names of the women I had spoke, all 20 of them that I spoke to, but I could only remember the last four people I talked to. Uh-huh. So I wrote, of the four that I was with, I wrote the three that I felt were the most compatible with me. And I couldn't remember the other, like, you know, 15. So I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of a... I would love to try that exercise to some it's degree. Funny. Just because, like, yeah. a, just as a sort of improv gymnastics type of situation. That's why it's fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I mean, I by would, the way... That's the way I would look at it. Yeah. Because I'm not out to fuck. If you were introverted... Or down to fuck. Yeah. If you were introverted and shy, it is the best thing you could possibly yeah. do. Yeah. By far. Get in there. Big old CB just taking just a go. swig of the black. Next email. Next email. Next email. from an anonymous listener. Hip Hop Anonymous. The first one of the evening, which That's is crazy, crazy yeah. right? Yeah. Usually y'all be cowards. Yeah. Candid that- shows beget candid listeners, so we're doing good. He says, what's up, everybody? Hey. Oh, I'm a 22-year-old senior. Have you guys ever gotten an email from someone over the age of 25? 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes, we have. Okay. Yeah, third use by far. Everyone and I've just been given an offer to work at the IGN of my field. What the fuck? Hmm? I am also a 22-year-old that asked a girl out for the first time just this last November. Nice. What does he do? She said yes, but then canceled the day before the date. Oh, oh sucks. That happens all the time. Don't worry about it too much. This offer is something I've worked hard for and will undoubtedly accept. What has me worried is the location and workload. Going to a small town just outside of Phoenix and working around people that are much older than me has me foreseeing a potential rut. A schedule of work, gym, sleep, repeat doesn't open a lot of opportunities to meet people. Is this something to be concerned about? Am I too young to be thinking like this? Thanks for everything. He provides photos here, which is like a, a progression. Another of, fucking team fat quitter. Of weight loss. But this is also a person that they like cut together his little his little His journey. His little yeah to, to team thin. Dude, yeah, he I'm, does he was two seventy in that first photo. He but does like, not look like two seventy at all. He has the exact shirt. his exact same smile in every photo. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh shit. That's man. cool. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there. it's amazing because his weight loss was not in his head. Here's what I want to point out, though. The like fact his, his is head that looks exactly the skinnier same. he gets, he loses people in his life. What? <laughs> in the fi- the Explain. In the first two photos, he has people taking photos of him. But by the final photo, he has to take the own photo because he's fucking so intolerable. Being, oh, look at all this weight I lost. Everybody's like, I don't want to hang out with you. Take your own fucking photo. That was a, a really <laughs> That's amazing. incredibly dark, amazingly... Uh, noticeable well, backstory really that you made much. for him. That there's was a really reason good. I like Columbus. I don't. Just, really I don't think just because he took a selfie, he has no friends. <laughs> that's why I, I take selfies. That's the way it, it's true. Should a 22-year-old moving to where do you say outside of Phoenix, outside of Phoenix, a place where he thinks everyone's going to be older than him? No. Should he be worried? Yes. Yes. Here's my problem is that I don't know the geography of Arizona well, and I don't know how far outside Phoenix is. It seems if, why don't you just live in Phoenix if it's just outside Phoenix and then drive in well, and do your thing? that's a good point, too. Then party with the Phoenix chicks. The Phoenix Suns. Charles Barkley? Come on. Outside of Arizona, Arizona State University. Like Where is that? Is that in State, Phoenix? Phoenix well, I think it's in, is it, is it in Phoenix. It's like, it's like living in Nevada. Tempe? Is it in Tempe? It's in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, Where so is that? outside. Okay. Damon, I'm close, can I check my phone see how close all these things are? I'm yes. just going to go right to Google Maps. You can check. By the way, Arizona oh, State no, Siri. University. Siri, go to Google Maps. Arizona State University is one of the uh, biggest party schools with some of the hottest women on the planet. So he'll be fine. Yes. If he gets there. Yes. But he has to get there. Yeah. So I'll say, be like, why is this last photo taken with a selfie cam? Did you hate I would say everybody? He's, always accompl- he's already accomplished his goal of exercise. Oh, okay. Yeah, Te- Tempe is very, very close to Phoenix. Okay, there you go. So if I'm correct, that's where Arizona State University is. You're fine. It's, I would tell him instead of doing the. Totally stringent, five days a week, nine to five work, That's gym, right there, yeah. sleep. Take two days off from going to the gym and use that as social time. Mm-hmm. You know, he can obviously afford to take a break. Man, it turns out all the pounds. cities you've ever heard about in Arizona are right by each other: yeah, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe, yeah. Peoria, Arizona. My favorite. You guys aren't interested in this guy's question, are you? No, I am. I mean, I, I, I think he's going to be fine. Stop being a coward. Go hang out. Go get a new I, experience. I, honestly, Expand your mind, like we're always talking about. I think Baradon secretly yeah. nailed it. Like you're working secretly. out nonstop. Secretly. Yeah. Take a fucking break. Yeah, take he, a night, night or two to just uh, go enjoy yourself. Balance, man. You See what happens balance. if you get if you gain twenty pounds per night of enjoyment, then 
stop eating so much pizza. Stop. So much, so many yeah. When your life <laughs> reads like a Brock Lesnar t-shirt, something's yeah. wrong. That was a, a cheap laugh for everybody who's a WWE fan. Thank you. Reading the last email. Of the night? No. Reading the last email that we just read. Yeah. yeah. It is. It became apparent to me it's c- becoming difficult for me to read. <laughs> <laughs> David, you are on your 17th vodka. I always I enjoy it. Like da- whenever Damon starts to go down, it's my favorite. And it happened. It's, it's funny that he's noticing it now because it was a while ago. No, <laughs> it was I'm, a while ago when I've there were signs. I've noticed it for there sure. Do you, do, you me, do you want me to read? No, I as, got as it. I, I got it. it takes me four times to say that <laughs> sentence. Do you want me to Do I want to read it? This email comes from Rich. 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 And the, boy Rich. the subject line is dick orientation. I like it. 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 Dick Greg Miller's all on board. He says, I have a very serious question about <laughs> not just my dick, but all dicks. Okay. I was having a disagreement with my brothers about the Shawshank Redemption. Okay. I remember this movie. I love it. One of, one of the best movies. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, movie. by far. I forget the actual subject of the agreement, but during the discussion, I said, I know this l- movie like the back of my dick. This not led a, to a rousing discussion. By the way, it lost to Best Picture to Forrest Gump. On Bullshit. what exactly is the back of the dick? The bottom. Oh, see, I would have said the thing facing you. Nobody had a definitive edition. Wait, what? Since definitive it's rising definition. up, yeah. I would say the front of the dick is what's facing out to the other party, the world, and the back. Like, Think of it like the back of your head. Yeah, the, the neck. Right. The, your dick neck is the back of your dick. <laughs> like the back of this bottle, right? So the front of this bottle says Captain Morgan yeah. Black Spice. Yeah. The b- back of this bottle says nothing. That's the back of the dick of this bottle. Your dick doesn't have a label your on the front. Your dick doesn't say anything in the front. Imagine it does, you piece of shit. Like this is Yeah, my but dick what's right the here. front? What now just uh, for, okay. the front is the top of the so label. So the front faces you? Stop it for 2 yeah. seconds. I, this is so before I get any more angry at you about the the analogies we're using. Again, imagine the back of your head like you're bent over and then you raise up. So then the front of your dick would be facing out or the front of your face is facing out. No, that's all you're... I'm saying. I understand your reference. I'm no, not... so so you're predominantly seeing the top of the bottle when you hold your dick. Right, the label of the bottle is the top of your dick. I'm sure if that's your dick. Right now. Just refer to it as the top and bottom instead of the front. Thank and back, you. Okay. Front and back I don't think stupid. it has a front, uh, front and back. I think it has the top and bottom. What's so it's the like, top, so Damon? Think about it like a shark, right? The top that faces you. I want to yeah. Google Thank a picture you. of a dick right now and I see what you guys are talking about. You shouldn't need to have to Google it, Ty. It's like a <laughs> so shark. I, now, it's like a shark. Hold the on, top wait a second. Is the what fin, dicks look the like bottom again. is the belly. Oh shit, yeah. Now that oh, we're getting shit. rid of now that front and back are off the table, it's making me think this question a bit yeah. differently. So I wear I wear my dick up like against, against my belly. Yeah. And wait, like, you do? that's the top. Yeah, that's the top like against me. What are you talking about wearing Interesting. Dick up? I w- <laughs> like when his giant like dick like hits that. him in you the sand. You walk to earth with your dick up? Yeah. That's what feels comfortable to me. How are you saying that? What are you, what are you talking about right now? Like I'm saying, like, dick... like, check this out. I'm holding this. Like, it's, uh, like it is up against me now. Like, it's... Wait, you keep your dick up the, all my day? My pee hole is pointed up. Towards so your you, face. Yeah, yeah. so if all he pisses, day. it's yeah. going to piss in it his face. It is not all day. If it's not, if, well, if it's not, it doesn't feel comfortable to me. Wait, what? That is what? so weird. Now, I thought, I thought we were joking, but we're having hey, a serious hey, conversation about how you keep your dick. By I'm just like you. I am just like you. Thank you. What? Wait, you both you guys wait so right now in your underwear, your dick is tipped up. So if I were to yeah. piss right now, it would just come up like this. So are you, what? what kind of underwear are you wearing? What? 
I wear boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. I wear boxer briefs. Yeah, I wear boxer briefs too. I'll high five you guys in the, on that shit I mean, in a second, but I'll keep my dick up. I wear a boxer briefs well, as well, but yeah, I've never thought about. I love oh, my dick. Do you realize well, I reposition my cock at least four times a day? It feels comfortable to me. So wait, it's folded up. Your dick in an unnatural position. Yeah, you keep your dick folded up all day. What do you mean by unnatural? It's unnatural. Damn it, your dick wants gravity. Is that medical? It's like walking around. Yeah, it is actually. Look at any fucking medical mannequin they have where the thing, the half of the body's yeah, off and the you. dick is down. Yeah, but it's like it. me being like, I, I raise my arm up all day. <laughs> all day long, my arm's up in the air. Yo, what's up? It's no, me when up. my dick is down, it doesn't feel right. Really? Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm Fascinate. with Damon on that one. So wait, hold on. That means I like to, my dick like, up. What is it? Fold it's over resting. the top of your jeans or something? So you know why? Here's why. Yeah, by is the way. there a waistband no. holding it no. up? Are you erect all day? I don't understand the situation. Yes. So this is why I do it, though. Because if I ever get erect, it's just natural. Just Gets erect. Well, yeah, that's it part of it. Upwards, but it's not hard. If my dick's facing up. down and it gets erect, so is it something it you have to do with your hand in the beginning? Or the yeah, I'm trying to work me out with on this one. You I'm understand? Doing. I mean, it's uh, I forget how old are you? Thirty-three. Yeah, so it's thirty-three years here, each side with our dicks down. I've yeah. never heard of this. I've never I've thought about this. I've never heard of this in my life. At no point have I ever been like, man, I should wear my dick up today. I no, so I, I I'm just. I, I, I don't I, think there's like a wrong way to do this. I'm just saying what I prefer. I think your way is unnatural and against the order of things. <laughs> okay. I feel like space is keeping your dicks down where they should be. Yeah, but gravity. You guys are you're space. fighting gravity. I will not argue with you that gravity would. Yes. No. So my, my dick, dick is like down. pointing down. It doesn't feel. So right. here's my question: How right many times either. a day does your dick fall down? I don't know, but when it when it does, I reposition I fix it. it. Yeah. I reposition it. I hate, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if we do it with the same hand, that's great. That's Interesting. fantastic. Interesting. I've repositioned my I'm gonna dick try, I'll tell you at what, least three times with this As soon as today. you're not looking, I'm tipping my dick up. I want to see what this is all about. Like, I'm with you. Hold on, but where does it go? Is it, like, smushed against your jeans all day long? Like, in between well, your you belly and your jeans? Underwear. I'm wearing athletic so, shorts right now. What will happen? Yours. Like it's yours. Like so it's because I, mine's, like, to the seat left of the seat. Yeah, mine's down to, like, the space. <laughs> see, it's like, mine is, like, I wear since I wear boxer briefs, and they're and they're tight, there's enough support there to keep the fucking shaft pointing upwards where I want it. At all times. I mean, that's part of it. But is your like is your belt held against your no. dick all day? It's just it's that the, was what it, I envisioned as well. It's the Damon. elastic band. That's what, that's it's the elastic boxer band briefs of the boxer briefs that are tight and snug. So wait, you're... And it keeps my fucking schlong pointed upwards in a very comfortable position. Now, if it does fall, which does happen about three or four times a day, I have to reposition it. <laughs> as if God didn't want it that way. But li- putting that no, point aside, way, putting that I'm... point aside, it is tucked into your waistband. Not my belt. But your waistband Waist of your boxer briefs. Band? No. He mentioned it's the waistband again, Damon. You have to understand. You're aliens that just landed on Earth. I don't understand Damon, your what, culture. This is, Damon, this is what you're doing. I'm, I'm, we're asking you questions. You're saying no to everything. So all I'm gonna say <laughs> that you just constantly walk around with a bottle rocket all day long. I have to pee no. really bad. But I'm trying to think if I can like demonstrate, but like. I had, dude, I think it's we just understand. Like, it's just, just it's like, upward, right? It's up. Uh, see, my, mine well, is we're okay. two right now. It's, it's, just like, it's like, If we're okay to just touch upward. it, I'm going to touch like it. And try up. It. Yeah. It's just and so like, if I, if I, if I have up. to like, reposition, I go down here and I pull it back up. I like, yo, like, 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 who taught you all this shit? Like, where did you learn it's, this shit from? We didn't learn it. This was, this is what feels good. to keep the dicks up? No, I just felt comfortable that way. By the way, I'm not... I'm not trying to argue that one way is wrong. No, no, not. I'm just trying to understand what the hell I you guys are I just feel more comfortable with, with my dick pointed up at all times. Because the thing is, like, the way I look at it is, and maybe it's because I'm a single guy. Maybe it's because I, I could have a bone hey, at any given second. Don't be I have mean. No fucking clue. That's true. I shouldn't judge. No, here's the thing. Greg and I are sitting here going, "That's that's deranged." And Craig, I'm not even and deranged. Craig. But what if we were to try this tomorrow? How, what's the tutorial? Like, where do you put your dick? You wake up in the morning. 
put on your boxer shorts. I wake up right? in the morning feeling <laughs> like my dick needs to be up. Wake up in the morning, get out of bed, put on your boxer shorts. Mm-hmm. Let's assume there's no shower in between this. We're just running the I don't water. wear boxer shorts, by the way. Like boxer, boxer shorts, briefs. Yes, we boxer got briefs. It. Very tight ones. Your mm-hmm. underoos should be tight enough to hold it in the upward position. And that's right. exactly what my under my under. But then, is. isn't your belt or the top of your jeans bumping against the top of your cock? All I time? must I have a small. Only for hard. I like, think you're packing more heat than these dudes. So you just have this. Floppy, I think you have a, weird you have thing a ch- hanging over the top. So I have a small dick, I guess. Maybe that's what it is. I kind of have a big dick. Okay, you there got you go. That okay. I never said that on this show. By the way, I think I do. I do have. I look at you and I'm like, you have a giant dick. A thousand different ways for guys to wear their dicks. No. I literally thought there was just like you wake up and you put boxers and, and or underwear and jeans on, you go to work. You go about your business. And your dick just hangs. Gravity like it does wants its job. To, the same way my arm does on the train while it's, the arm, other arms. It's not like your dick's like, fighting to just, get to the top of the, o- the, the how, surface that, of the ocean. That's not how I wear it, but that's okay, right? No, it's totally okay. I'm just trying to figure out. Damon, your dick's your dick. You do what you want with your dick. Yeah, I don't give a shit what you do. You wear yeah. a pumpkin on your dick all day long. That'd be weird, but yeah, that'd be very heavy. Yeah, probably like a prop pumpkin. What if it was like, like a... just the right size to where it could slide right on the top of the head of your dick? It was like a pumpkin head. I probably still wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. why would I do that? I think oh, um... you know, here's the thing. Like, you guys are making this seem like it's a fashion thing. So I, tomorrow, oh, I no, be no, trendy no. and try to wear my dick up. But I'm not really understanding. But how But you to might do have that. a bigger dick. It's than not me. a fashion thing. You'd it's walk a comfort in the office thing. And be like, people would be like. Something's different about Brian. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little puff in his step. He's wearing his. Be like, hey, dude, that dick ain't weighing him down. You have a bigger dick. <laughs> yeah, dick it's up. weird. I don't. I don't quite understand either. By the way, so I take the dick. I put it up at the t- against. So here's against here's my belly. Using using my, that time. Using no, my bu- no, you don't have to use anything. Just it just stays up there. Do you have to gel? You got it. You got like it. Do you have? Do you have, you you have boxer? I'm gonna try wear, tomorrow. I'll report back with the results. Do you wear briefs or boxer briefs or what? boxer briefs? Boxer Everyone wears briefs. boxer okay. briefs. It's 2015. Yeah. It'll probably stay up then. Yeah, I don't wear tidy whiteies. I wear I'm, diesel I'm not in a, I thought they wear boxer John shorts. John <laughs> Lime green. So like uh, like for example like when I wear like uh, swim trunks. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you do shorts, then? Like my dick just hangs. Yeah. yeah. You can't and do anything. No, you else. can't do shit about it. Yeah. And are you just like miserable the whole day? I'm not like, miserable, like but I don't mm, like my it. Dick's, yeah. My dick's pointed at the ground. Yeah, because otherwise you got a fucking periscope at the at the uh, the YMCA pool yeah. or wherever you're swimming. But well that like I mean the problem was like it it, it it brought back a lot of horrible memories for me because like I remember when I was a Whoa. Well no. When I was a when I was a kid when I was a kid, like I was like fourteen, fifteen, I'd have a neighborhood pool and like they would have adult swim the last mm-hmm. ten minutes of every hour. That's what everyone's just fucking. And so I remember I just can't deal with this anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> this dick something. So I, I'm like No what, No what, hear me out. Hear me out. Surprise. Thirty three years on this earth, I've never heard of this before. This is yeah. amazing to me. So so I remember I'm I was, open ears. I'm I'm not I was, against it. Okay, so I was flirting with this girl when I was like 14, 15 years old. And like I remember like I, I just I had board shorts on. I had board shorts on and she was like sitting on my lap, right? And I'm giving her a massage. Well, uh-huh. I had a fucking huge ass fucking boner. It was ridiculous. And I'm sure all of you have had a fucking boner wearing a swim trunk. It's oh, like yeah. very, very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So like they call adult swim, right? And so, like, they call Adult Swim, and I have a huge fucking erection. And I'm in the pool, and if you're under 18, you have to get the fuck out of the pool, so let the Adult Swim lapse. So I will not get out of the pool. Wait, she was sitting on your lap in the pool? So you're, like, on the steps? We're on the steps. Gotcha. Yeah, she was sitting on my lap. So they call Adult Swim. Everyone gets out except me, because I have a huge fucking erection. And all the adults are swimming. And the lifeguard looks at me. He's like, Ty, get out of the fucking pool. I'm like, uh, no. I'm fine. I'm cool. 
And so, like, I, I, I just started panicking. And so he eventually said, get the fuck out of the pool. So I had to go down there and pull my dick and just, like, basically try to hide it in some possible way, right? So my only option was, like, if I let it hang, it's just going to stick out and everyone's going to see it. If Dude, I, at that point, you just own it. If you I walk out, no. like, flexing so, with your dick just rocking. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I, I pulled it up, and Here I'm like, fuck it. It's exactly. Ba-na-na, so I just got out of the pool, and all my friends, I, of course, like, all the guys I was with were just laughing at my ass hysterically. Like, all my, like, best friends were just, like, hysterically laughing at me. They were probably the only ones that really noticed, but I felt completely embarrassed by it. So maybe that's why I tried to hold my dick up the whole time. So one erection has defined your that entire. Might, might... Dude, I, he got, I, he I got, got up and he did like the angsty like. I have I'll multiple stories that anyone can see again, me, but it hasn't scarred me that bad. <laughs> well, maybe it didn't scar me. I don't know. I just I'm like Damon. It just feels comfortable that way. Hey, live and live, man. Yeah, yeah. do your thing. Guys. Gets I just yeah. never heard this before. This I'm not knocking. If you guys think differently, that's fine. That's You're cool. not knocking boots podcast gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about balls, guys? You guys got you guys put your balls up. You ever tie your balls in a <laughs> knot? Put their balls. You like to put, tie your balls up on top of your dick. Okay, listen. So it looks like a write funny us, face. Write like us in thing. and tell me how you fucking carry your dick. How do you wear that dick? How do you wear that dick? What are you doing? With I that like that. This would be interesting. How you wear I, that I'm dick? not going to be here next month, but I guarantee you. Let's start a new 85% segment. Five percent of the people will yeah. let their dicks hang. Yeah, they just let their dicks hang like the. Like, I think that's fine. I'm just curious <laughs> if other people like do like you and I do. Yeah. I'm curious about that. Nope. Yeah, send us an email. Just let us know how you wear that dick. How you wear that dick. There you go. Done. All right. This is We're the last. E- this last is the email. last email tonight. And right. It comes from Matt. Matt from Ontario, Canada. Oi. Yeah. It says my name is Matt. I'm writing to you from an undisclosed location in Ontario, Canada, mm-hmm. where your last name is Walsh. First of all, huge <laughs> thank you to you guys. I'd like to thank the advice I've gotten from your show has helped me increase my self confidence. And make the transition from a guy who perpetually found himself in the friend zone to someone who recently entered a relationship with the Heck. coolest girl. Yeah. Is it weird when you guys think like, like we give good advice? I always hear people tell me like you guys give the worst fucking advice. In the world. <laughs> Those are always our friends. <laughs> they are. They are. Mixed Consistently bag. Anyway, poor, I would say. But the aforementioned gal and I were talking recently. We yeah. both came to a sudden realization: fingering is a weird word. Yeah. Mm. I would it's agree. It's one of those, but what else are you going to call it? Flicking the bean. I like that. Like skunking the twistle. The activity <laughs> is kind of fun. Sometimes you need to have a very literal word for what you But doing. the word itself skunking is the, the furthest <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. We did some brainstorming for laughs and came up with some funny substitutions on our own. But we want to hear from you. Knuckle Do you guys have any cute, sexy, or funny words or phrases you would use in place of fingering? John Hancock. Rubbing the flower. I threw that up. I just made that up. I do agree that fingering doesn't sound very sexy. Sure. Well, because it's like blowjobs. That's not like neither neither is like eating her out. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it just doesn't sound like I've I've always said I don't like horny. Horny's a gross I'm horny. horny. Like, yeah. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Well, but me no, saying this to you yeah, as my I partner, be, I, would be, I would be turned on. If Craig, you, you know why you hate that word? Because it sounds it sounds like whiny, I'm and it's just horny. like I'm horny. I'm I whiny. Remember, I like was, rub my nub. There was like a reality show. What, you like that? Yeah, it's kind of. There was cool. a reality show with one of those '80s rock stars. I think it was from dude from like fucking <laughs> Brett Michaels, uh, Rick Springfield. Yeah. It was Brett Michaels, wasn't it? I don't know. Well, he guessing. had a reality I mean, show. he did have a show, yeah, yeah. And every, dude, every episode, like 10 times an episode, he'd be like, oh, that girl makes me so horny. <laughs> and the way he said horny, it was just like, just oh, God, that it made word you cringe, you. dude. Yeah. It was so bad. That's gross. Well, yeah. it's like seeing, like, everyone, I'm sure, has had a friend where, like, 
you see them making out with somebody and it just seems unnatural. Have anyone ever had that before? Yeah. Or is that just me? Yeah, no. Yeah, I've like, seen it. like I've, I've had a few friends of mine where, like, I've seen them making out with a girl and I'm just like, that just looks weird. It's strange. So is that I, how I get all making that. out looks? It's just weird. Yeah. Like, I could, I think I could, I could picture every one of you making out with your girlfriends or wives. But there are some friends of mine I'm like, I just can't picture it. <laughs> Craig's doing a face. Nope. No, that's gross. Uh... It's nasty. Anyways, I don't have any n- nicknames for it. But I never actually like, I mean, told my wife or girlfriend, like, hey, I'm going to finger you. Like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. How yeah. is that coming up in conversation? No, I, mean, like, I, yeah. I guess if you're telling your guy friends, like, hey, I was okay. fingering well, this girl. I would say, maybe the third base. Well, the, fingering, the is an, is a, fingering is a very early relationship device. This is a no good one, point, No actually. one late in the game is just like, oh, I was fingering last night. So here, finger this is actually me. a good point. It's the thing that happens... More often than you need to talk about it. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, right. you might be doing it, mm-hmm. but, like, why are you talking about it? But yeah, I don't brag about it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like... Last night, we totally fingered. Yeah, like, too, I would never, have. ever, like, come to this podcast and be like, man, I totally fingered this hot girl last night. That was yeah. awesome. It's just stupid. It's dumb. No. But you might do it in the moment, and it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, but that's it. And just say, like, we hooked up. Like, I'd be like, like, like we I messed went. around. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, mess like, around. Mess around obviously, and like, uh, if you're over the age of 19 and you're bragging about fingering, like it just means that you didn't. But also, at, do at the our rest age, of the things you should even done. if you're single, you're not like if you hook up with a girl, you're not just fingering her, and that's all that. Happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you're touching that's a, a girl's, sad, that's if a you're sad a ending to a weird short story. Age, you're gonna have sex with. Yeah, her, probably. exactly. It's no one, like, no one just goes. We fingered. Yeah, or Past, like we scissored like, and fell asleep. I would say this. You're never going to get just a hand job. No, age. like if you do, there's like you don't pursue that relationship. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> past the age of 25, if I've ever fingered a girl, it's always led to sex. Yeah, yeah. Like immediately afterwards, it's like, oh, cool, you just stimulated me, and now fuck my brains out. That's well, what because it's like it's it's. But a, don't get me a card. That's true. Don't get don't give me a card it's, for Valentine's. It, fingering is it's 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 an appetizer. It's it's part yeah, of foreplay. It's foreplay. Yeah, it's exactly. foreplay. Exactly. That's it, like right? you do it no. for a minute. No one like if you if you're just like finger 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 yeah, until she's done, like you you miss an opportunity to to, to have sex. Yeah, or to hundred percent all the agree. other things. Gross. Greg's got a foot fetish. He's taking pictures. I took a picture feet. of Greg's fucking hobbit foot. That's two feet away from me. Right <laughs> <laughs> what makes it a hobbit foot? It's you have re- weird short. It would have to be hairy to be a hobbit foot. Yeah, it's not. I, hairy enough. I don't think it's normal. a hobbit foot. Yeah. Greg, if I was if I, if I was to write a list of a thousand things that see sunlight on a regular basis, your feet—it's <laughs> for sure not your the top feet of my feet. feet. There. I wouldn't say so much feet as it is from like the neck down. Like the whole body. I want to, like, I just want a video of your feet touching sand for the first time every 12 years. Because I know that's how often that is. That's about right, yeah. Yeah. They get really sunburned on top. Yeah. Last time they saw sun was when... Bozon and I filmed a Crush Hour 2 video at WrestleMania, See, like and I got horribly sunburned. <laughs> you guys should do a kind of funny video feature, or not a video feature, where it just happens over the course of like two weeks, and you don't tell anyone about it, where you go to a tanning bed every day. <laughs> <laughs> you just get tanner and tanner every Never day. ever mention it. Never mention like, it. what the fuck? <laughs> After like six weeks, you're just like, this fucking Self-employment dark, looks really yeah, good right? on it. But it's not it like, good. it just looks beautifully perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. Not yeah. like orange, like Jersey Shore, like yeah, yeah. it just looks great. Anyway, I like that. Good stuff, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another Super Knockin' Boots. Did you guys have a good time? Yes. I did. I hope the listeners had a good time. I hope you did too. 
Remember, listeners, you can always reach us at the email address knockingbootspodcast at gmail.com. What's that email address, Greg? It's knockingbootspodcast at gmail.com. What's that email, Brian? Dicks up. <laughs> nope. Dicks knocking up. Boots podcast at gmail. Uh, hashtag dicks up. Everyone, start using that now. <laughs> With a big hard G. If Not anyone wears up. their dicks up, feel free to use that hashtag. And tweet me and Damon. Team dick up. Dicks up. <laughs> well, no, we're team. <laughs> that sure one sells well. Yeah, yeah. Dicks down, dicks up. Uh, yeah. It's been it's fun, up. Damon. It has been fun. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, but thank you, Brian. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Ty. My name is Damon. This is the Super Knockin' Boost Podcast. Damn, we're out.